taken off in five, four, three, and two. Yo, 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 it's your boy, Tito, as you know. It's your boy, O-Rain, real name, no games, no gimmicks. That was the hesitation there. My bad. I, you all right? I, you know, we usually time on? that up perfectly. Did you have like a, what did you have, an aneurysm? What, what, what happened there? I don't know. I think I may yeah. have like jumped timelines. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? I'm into this. I'm into this idea of skipping timelines, you know? Have I mean? you heard about this before? Uh no, but I'm no? I'm rolling with you. I don't, <laughs> what, what are you talking about? It's like a whole like a uh, theory. Like there's like theories that like there's you know a different version of us in different timelines, and sometimes like you ever feel like you like you know like where am I? Like what am I doing? Like how did I get here? Like what? Like they say that that you may have jumped from one of your timelines to another. Yeah, um, I know what you're f- talking about. Uh, so this past weekend, I might have been I might have been you know having a little greenery in my life you know i had mm. some I had some greenery in my life and as better I was, experience than your last i imagine uh, no no because last time you, you said you had yeah. some uh no, some no, gummies. i've been fine for a while now yeah uh, okay, it was with an experience oh, yeah, yeah. i've been meaning to ask that, I've been yeah, to yeah. Ask. um so i've been fine for a while now but this this past time boy did i feel like i was in another <laughs> on another planet uh mm-hmm. and i think i really do think it has stuff to do with like whatever your mental state is at the time because mm-hmm. uh, i think that at the time uh so yeah and I, I hate to bore everybody with the details but i got some good news as of late uh and that started the wheels of like oh you gotta celebrate self-love gotta celebrate but also i was like i guess i have this thing of thinking a lot about uh like i was even telling caroline like um, you know, I, I had this, uh, it, when, when we were kids, right. Um, I, I must've been like maybe like seven or eight at the time, maybe mm-hmm. somewhere around there. Um, but we were, for some reason, my, my very not rich parents <laughs> were trying to get us into private schools, uh, both me, my older brother and my older sister into private schools. And, uh, so we all had to take a test to get into this particular private school. Right. So after taking the test, uh, the person sits me down and they're like, you know, they asked me like some questions and they were like, how did you feel about taking the test? I was like, I don't know. I was pretty laid back about it. Uh, and then so basically after that, after the, they did an interview with all of us separately, uh, they're like, yeah, we want those two, not this guy, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Uh, and so I think that, along with a lot of other experience in my life, like create this sort of idea of um, inadequacy, mm-hmm. inadequacy. Yeah, Did that's I the word. That right? Okay, um, where I always think, oh, am I good enough to do whatever the thing is that I'm trying to do? Yeah. So I think after getting some good news recently, I was just like, oh, am I good enough for this? I don't know, and just yeah. like anxiety sort of took over. So that with smoking some 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 herb got me in the headspace of just like, ooh, what's happening here? Yeah, you know? just like questioning everything, kind of. Yeah, yeah, you know, is that like what they call today like imposter syndrome, where it's like I think a bit, yeah, yeah, it's like yeah, you know, yeah. like you you. You're doing something, or you're you have an opportunity coming up, um, and you're just like, you know what, like I don't know what I'm doing, like uh, I'm not good enough, like these people are smarter than me. Yeah. Um, nah, fuck that. You know, what I mean, I, I'm always, I'm always of the belief that even if when I don't know what I'm doing, I know that other people feel the same way sometimes. Yeah. Like even your boss at work, right? Your boss, your boss may be like, yo, this person's like very intelligent and they know what they're doing. Even they are probably like, yo. 
I don't know what the fuck I'm doing, but like we're just gonna figure this thing out. Yeah, we're just gonna wait. So yeah, so that's that's always my mentality, man. I'll figure it out. One, if I don't have an answer, I'll have it in an hour. You know, I'll look it up. I'll do the research, whatever, whatever. Yeah, but I, I think the difference uh, about what I do is is that if usually, and we're clearly gonna talk about this a little later on, but usually when somebody fucks up, it's usually like confined to a certain amount of like people who are like aware, right? But it's different when you know you do a lot of this like you know, whether it's film, TV, or, or just AV stuff, that a lot of people see your fuck up yeah, <laughs> at the true. same exact time. And there's no hiding. Like, you can't hide. It's not like, uh, it wasn't me. And then, like, fucking use the Harry uh, Potter cloak over yourself or some shit. It's like, no, that was you. That was yeah. your job. You know? Like, you and can't so, be the cameraman on set yeah. and, like, not know how to zoom. Everyone's going to be like, <laughs> all right, zoom in, zoom in. Like, he's like, I don't know. And they're like, wait, aren't you a cameraman? You're fired. Get the fuck out yeah. of here. Get off the set. Yeah, you know, like, the, the and, and so anyways, I and typically I don't have tremendous amount of anxiety about stuff like that. But I think that given the opportunity that I, that I, that I got, uh, it, it was, like, the first time where I really was just like, oh, God, like, am I? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. One of the you know. best pieces of advice one of my old bosses gave to me, and I, I echo this all the time. Is like, uh, she was like, "Hey, listen, nobody really knows what they're doing. Yeah. Everyone's just trying to figure it out as they go. Yeah. But if you maintain that thinking throughout life, like you'll be fine. Because yeah. when you feel confused, just know that everybody else is too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I feel like I'm straight. It's just I think, you know, under the conditions that I was at uh, this past weekend. I feel like I wasn't thinking about that ahead of time before, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. so like I wasn't prepared for those thoughts to like permeate my brain. And I, and I, I was actually reading about this earlier. Um, I ruminate a lot. So what is that? Ruminate? Uh, it's basically just like thinking about the same thing over and over mm. and over and over again. Um, and it didn't, I, and I was trying to think back to like when this started and I think it was when I was like, uh, it wasn't when I was a kid. It was like when I got a little older mm-hmm. teenager to being an uh, adult where, I would just something would happen or I would have something coming up and I would just constantly like it would just be like a, like it was like a, on a fucking record in my brain. It would just keep spinning, it keeps spinning, it yeah. keeps spinning, you know. Um, and, and so I think that that and, that and that's why I really do. I've experimented over this past year with, you know, uh, different states of, of consciousness. Uh, but I think I understand now where my mental state can like handle certain things, because I think that that's when I'm having a difficult time, like I did with yeah. the story that I explained to both you and, and everybody on, uh, through the podcast is I think what happened was I wasn't in the right headspace with, especially not knowing what I was going to get from what I was ingesting. Yeah. Um, I wasn't in the correct mental state. Like I wasn't prepared for that. Yeah. Um, you can't be like sad or like mad or yeah, confused. It's going to exasperate whatever that thing is. You yeah. Know? That's um, why I was listening to music yeah. when I smoke or yeah. I put on like a movie that I know I'm going to enjoy. Yeah. And then I smoke and then I'm like, yo, this is fucking great. Yo, I had the weirdest, I was watching, I've been going through and back and watching uh, how I met your mother recently. Mm. Um, and I had the weirdest thought. I was like, yo, am I, Am I just like, is my life just a constant loop of watching this show? Because this is like maybe the third or fourth time that I've watched it like all the way through. So I keep thinking, I kept thinking to myself, like, 
Am I just like, is are you my trapped? Life, <laughs> yeah, yeah, am is, I trapped in some this sort of the loop curse? where I'm yeah. just watching this show and I, the episode I was watching wasn't an episode that I care for? Mm-hmm. So it's like, am I just, do I remember this episode that I don't like this episode because I keep, like, I just keep coming back to like, yeah, I just this, keep looping back I admire to you. <laughs> like, I, I, you go back and you'll watch old shit or yeah. shit you've seen before to like understand it in a different way. I'm yeah. like, yo, fuck that. <laughs> I, I do go back and watch movies that like I know I'm going to enjoy, but I don't know yeah. if I'll ever go back and like watch and show. I've only done it once or twice. Um, Game of Thrones and Power. No, no, like I, I'll definitely go back to watch shows, and I think it, I, I think it's an interesting exercise for me because it shows me, it shows me what the differences are in me. Because usually you watch a show and you'll come away with it from with like a certain perspective of it or a certain idea of it. It's just like watching a movie, right? Any movie that you've watched like multiple times, um, you come away with a certain idea of it. But then when you go back and you watch it nothing about the movie has changed everything that like is going to happen in the movie is going to happen all although i'm waiting for the one time where something changes drastically in a show that i'm watching and i'm like what the fuck's happening here? yeah <laughs> like the multiverse is actually like fucking up here yeah you may have jumped um, timelines uh, again. yeah exactly um but uh nothing about the show or movie has changed but i change and yeah. I, I notice that every time that i go back through stuff is i pick up i'm i'm coming away with it with a different thing than than yeah I originally and, had. and i get like how nice that must be to like watch something and but you know what i didn't catch that the first time and but my life experience mm-hmm. the things that i've seen and done since have changed how it could be like you watch a movie at one point you think that someone is a good guy and then you watch you get a little bit older you have more life experience and you realize oh that person was actually the bad guy they were the antagonist they were the villain or they are not who you thought they were because you've you've grown yeah um yeah, I don't care that much though. I'm not gonna go back and watch like all 52 seasons of Friends. You know what I mean? Or fucking uh, the well, OC. It, it, well, it, and it depends on like your appreciation for the content too. Yeah, because like I wouldn't go back and watch all the seasons of Friends because I don't really value Friends as like that good of a show. Yeah, like, even I mean, Martin, Fresh Prince, the sh- the shows Martin, I really I can only loved. do about two or three seasons of Martin before I kind of have to tap out of it. Like, yeah, it, it's hot when it's when it's hot. It's hot. Yeah, it's not. It's really, really, really not. So again, I've, again, I've only done it once, and it was Game of Thrones, which is fair because one of the greatest shows of all time. Yeah. Um, Power, um, just because like I'd seen it, a girlfriend hadn't, so she was like, "Oh, watch it with Wait, me." This includes watching it with somebody else. Mm-hmm. So you haven't watched Office multiple times. Um, yeah. Well, I haven't seen it. I haven't watched The Office front to back multiple times. Mm-hmm. I watched it episode one to the very last episode once, yeah. and then throughout. Over time, I've rewatched, oh, like, you know, I'll just be like, oh, let me just watch this random episode. Gotcha. Uh, but never yeah. front to back. Huh. Weird. Okay. Well, on that note, let's get into our fucking headlines here, dude. Let's 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 get into uh, some of this shit here. Um, okay. So let's start with uh, what's coming out this week and next week. Uh, Morbius comes out this week. Man, the reviews have not been kind to Morbius. It I didn't expect them to be. like trash. Uh, uh, I, already, I already pre-ordered tickets for Sunday. Um, so I'm seeing it, go it Sunday at 2 p.m. Okay. Um, I'm going to smoke before because I hope that makes it better. Maybe. <laughs> Lo- bro, one, yeah. of the, one of my favorite things to do is smoke before yeah. I go into the movie theater. Yeah. So you just be in that bitch high as hell, like, oh my god, this is so crazy. <laughs> it's so fun, and nobody else around you knows they smell you. So yeah. maybe they do know. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's my new favorite shit. Yeah, I I don't know if my like it depends on what movie it is, right? If it's like Morbius, I and and one reason why I like going back and watching old shit is I know what to expect, especially if I'm under the influence of something. You know, 
Um, I know what I'm getting so I can kind of mentally prepare myself. But if I start seeing some shit that I'm like, well, I don't know what the fuck is, is mm-hmm. going on there, that might freak me out a bit. So I don't know if Morbius is the movie that I do that with. I like doing it with like maybe chill movies. Like uh, today I watched um, Top Gun mm-hmm. um, kind of because we we're going to watch the trailer. I, I think I'm pretty sure I've seen Top Gun before. But it was so long ago, and I probably didn't care about it. Yeah, uh, me too. I feel like I've yeah. seen it, but it was probably like when we didn't have cables, only thing yeah. on TV, and I'm like nine. So yeah. uh, whatever, yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Go Maverick, <laughs> fucking Tom Cruise and Scientology, <laughs> like at nine. Yeah, like, fuck Scientology <laughs> <laughs> when it just started. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, also, Moon Knight came out this week. We're gonna yeah. talk about that a little bit. Mm-hmm. In fact, let's just talk about it a little bit now. Um, we're not gonna spend a whole great deal about it. Uh, a long, yeah, great only the first long. episode. Not that only much the to say episode. yet. Um. Look, I thought it was okay. What I really, really, really wished hadn't happened is that they hyped it up. I wish I hadn't heard that people were like, oh my God, um, Moonlight, uh, Moon Knight is uh, amazing. Because it was actually decent. I wouldn't call it great. It was decent. But because it was hyped up, now I'm like, nah, this looks kind of trash. A yeah, bit. I did hear a quote where someone was like, this is like the best Marvel series debut. I think I saw it on like um, like Rotten Tomatoes. Like it was yeah. a quote or something. Like, best Marvel uh, debut for like the, you know the shows or whatever. It was um, right. I would say I would say better than I would say it was like very good. I really really enjoyed it. Like I remember watching it and being like, yo, like this is you know they they packaged a lot into this one episode, but they did it in a way that didn't feel like rushed, forced. It wasn't like cheesy. You know, I love how they didn't introduce you know the moon knight in in costume until like the very last second and up until then was just building up the character of like who steven is these really like fun realistic believable interactions yeah um and then they introduce moon knight and it's like okay you know i like where this is going yeah um yeah i i again i, I think it, i think it, if i hadn't heard that it was great then i would have been like okay that like it's interesting beginning to it um let's see where this goes but because it was hyped up i'm kind of like eh, oh no fam we'll see where the rest of this goes i feel like and one thing i'm really realizing that i'm starting to hate is green screen i, I hate the mm, obvious yeah. green screen shit and so the entire time that he was in i think it was uh i forget what the other country is that he was in germany or somewhere um I so his where that main was, was, london, was london and then he was somewhere somewhere near london um because i remember he like he kept saying I had to get back, and I think he drove back to London or some shit like that. Yeah. Um, I don't think he was far out, though. Okay. Well, where, wherever... Fucking Wales or something. I don't know. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, wherever he was, it was like, at least for the start of it, it was like highly green screened. And I think it was like just very obviously, at least in my opinion, and you know, I don't want to offend anybody out there who actually worked on it, but... It, was, it looked yeah. explicitly green screen there. Some of the driving um, scenes and the car chase scenes, yeah, a lot of green screen there. I just, I just, that takes me out of it because that, t- that like, um, it just, it tells me that, yeah, it just alerts me to what I'm watching is not real, you know? Yeah. Um, what did Thanos say? Like, knowledge is a curse sometimes. <laughs> sometimes knowledge is, is a curse, right? Yeah. And it's like, when oh, you, you know, when he's talking to Tony Stark, yeah. he said, uh, you're, um, you're cursed with knowledge. Yeah. 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 Um, and like knowing that when you're watching a movie and being able to tell that's green screen, that's yeah. CGI, like Just they use the they use this camera technique. Yeah. It's like, you know, sometimes you wish you were uh, what is it? ignorance is bliss, right? You wish yeah. you were ignorant to the thing so you could just enjoy it and yeah. instead of being like, mm, I don't I like know the way they they didn't use the you Dude, know a red camera on. That. That's why I don't um, I don't read spoilers or I, I try to go out of my way not to read spoilers or, yeah. or hear about them. Um, because like I want to kind of go into shit cold so I can just 
experience it. Now, I do like watching trailers, but depending on what the trailer gives you, I don't like doing anything more than that. Yeah. Um, Anyone who like goes and reads the spoiler and like before they watch the show or the yeah, movie, like you definitely sh- open your presents. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Four days before Christmas and then try to act like you didn't know. It was yeah. Day. Like, what am I getting? Like, you're ruining it for yourself. You're, yeah. you're, 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 you're a sick person. <laughs> Are you like, that's like torturing yourself. I'm going to go read about the entire episode. Yeah. Or I'm going to watch a spoiler trailer on YouTube before I watch the actual movie. Yeah. No, that's self torture. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, uh, so Moon Knight came out. I thought it was cool. You yeah. thought it was cool. Uh, we'll see where the rest of the series goes. Um, uh, hold on, I hear some feedback here, and I don't know what's coming. Oh, there it is. It's coming from the computer. Um, next week, uh, we got Sonic Two, uh, Sonic the Hedgehog Two. I was in the middle of watching that, and then I just stopped watching it because I just I, for the headspace I was in, I was like, yeah, I could just watch something else. Yeah. I, I was actually looking up something else, and so I just decided to stop watching it. I never watched the original Sonic uh, when it came out in 2020, um, and I know that they had the whole big sort of thing. Now it's so funny how it came out, and it actually was pretty well received from from what I can remember. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, but I just remember that whole thing about Sonic's teeth, and he just didn't look like a head. Too too realistic, too human yeah. looking. Um, yeah. I mean, one of the best. Like, I love the fact that they the studio was. I guess humble enough. I'll, I'll use that word to very lightly to like listen to yeah, the backlash uh, was thick. So I yeah. feel like they had no choice. Yeah. Like, I so, feel like if they pressed ahead, people would have been like, I'm not watching. this." I imagine like whoever the creative director was who like yeah. was like, yo, this is what I like. This is what we should go with. And like, let's do this. And they released the trailer and then like they got such horrible feedback. I imagine that had to humble the fuck out of that person to be like, yeah, what I th- like, what I want, what I thought was not the right direction at all. We yeah. got to scrap this and start over. Yeah. Um, but I did see Sonic, the first Sonic movie. I thought it was really good. Um, there's not much I didn't like about it. It was like, you know, it's theatrical. It's crazy. It's fun yeah. to watch. I enjoyed it as well. So I'm definitely going to take my daughter to see that movie. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so the, uh, Sonic 2 comes out. Ambulance with uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. And Michael Bay back with the dramatic camera angles and dramatic lighting. You know, after watching... Um, Top Gun I was like yo did Michael Bay direct this movie because it looks slam like a fucking Michael Bay movie just like fucking it had the, like the same tint that I'm sure mm-hmm. he would use in his, in his yeah his yo movie, the same color grade you know like just quick cuts blue yeah. tints dynamic dramatic camera <laughs> angles yeah. a lot of explosions yeah, the only Michael reason why Bay. I would have said that it wasn't a Michael Bay movie is because it had way less explosions than a Michael Bay movie it definitely wasn't directed by Michael yeah. Bay I forget who uh, was, Ambulance but. looked good though Jake Gyllenhaal and who's saw? No, I saw the trailer for trailer it. For, okay, okay. Uh, who's in it again? Jake Gyllenhaal. Who's the guy? Uh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I believe the second or something like that. Mm-hmm. I think that's what his name is. Yeah, that movie um, looks good. I'm gonna see that shit. That's yeah. like that's the type of movie I like to see in that, theaters. That, that looks like a true like B movie, but with like A list stars. Mm-hmm. Like it definitely doesn't look good at all, but. It's just like, all right, whatever. We'll go yeah, some listen, listen. Has some fun with this. Exactly. Yeah. This is what I'm going to do. Yeah. I'm going to go. I'm not going to expect great story. It's not going to be fucking <laughs> yeah. riveting. It's going to change my life, my perspective. Hey, you're not going to have gonna, any existential thoughts. But I'm this, going so. to enjoy the shit out of it. Seeing yeah. shit just blow up, car crashes. There, there's like a million dollars. I'm sorry, one billion dollars at least of uh, property damage in all of Michael Bay's movies, <laughs> especially like, like Transformers. In and shit. reality, as well, not just in the movie, yeah. but like in reality. I'm pretty sure they had to blow up something in real like life. real <laughs> shit, like historic <laughs> figures or uh, buildings and shit. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, so let's let's jump to some other stuff real quick. Uh, some other headlines. Uh, first uh, shots of Creed, and I should have 
pull this up. Let's see if I can pull this up real quick. Uh, what number are we on? Is it Creed 3? Yeah, we are on Creed 3, man. Um, shout out to Michael B. He's directing this one. Oh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Which is, which is a pretty good look. Uh, let's see if I can grab some of the images here. Yo, Michael B's been winning lately. You know, he he got Lori Harvey. He hit that. Uh, uh, what is it? Um, I am Legend Two, right? We just we just heard about that. Um, we yeah, got he's, he's doing his damn thing. Creed Three coming. I'm not gonna say he has he hasn't missed lately. No remorse. I, I I think I don't think you really enjoyed it, but I did. Um, he's been he's been firing on all cylinders lately. Yeah. Um. There's there's some people in Hollywood. I feel like Denzel had that kind of run where it's just like I don't miss. Like I can't I can't I can't miss. Yeah. Um and I feel like that that Michael B is kind of that dude right now where it's like he literally there he can do no wrong. Yeah. Uh let's see if we can get this on the screen real quick. We're just going to show Michael Bay um I'm sorry Michael B with his <laughs> with his Bay. shirt off. <laughs> dude gets jacked for this movie. Yo, not just him. Yeah, it's Killmonger, he was funny. jacked. Uh, fucking uh, no remorse. He was Jack. Let's see if we can punch it in here. Uh, let's see. For those who are listening, um, we are looking at, at a shot of uh, Michael basically it's Michael B. Jordan with his shirt off. Looks like he's on set or on the beach. Fucking Jack. Yeah. Well, that's so that that no no so that's him and um, Jonathan Majors. So uh, actually, that's Jonathan Majors. That looks like he just fucking. Uh, got pr- whatever the Terminator shit that, yeah. that, that makes the fucking TX, uh, the T-800. <laughs> That's the shit that made Jonathan Majors. He looks like he's ready he's to fucking too. go. Yeah. Also, <laughs> another another actor who's just been hitting on all cylinders Oh, for lately. sure. He can't miss. He can't miss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's God. doing his damn thing in Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, so, you know. Jonathan Majors. Jonathan he's, Majors. He's Kang. He's playing opposite Michael B. in Creed 3. He was um in the, the movie the, we talked the, about. The, um the, uh, the more you, what is it? The more you hate, the people you hate. It was the one. Where, remember, they went to the jungle and Delroy Lindo was oh, in it. Oh, the uh, the, five uh, the five bloods. Yeah. That movie's. I thought that movie was great. Yeah, uh, yeah again, Kang the Conqueror. Um, also, uh, what was that movie? The show that was on HBO. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, something country. Uh, yeah, um, Lovecraft. Country. Lovecraft Country. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was actually a really good show. They canceled it for some ungodly reason. Yeah, you can't um, miss. Yeah. Um, Do it. Is there a release date for that? Creed three, uh, yeah. probably in November, because if I remember correctly, uh, I think the uh, they basically released them in November for some weird reason. Um, I don't know. I guess maybe they think as you're eating turkey and shit, you, know, you like to see Michael B. Jordan I like fight. to see people fight. <laughs> uh, we do sense. like to watch football on Thanksgiving, so I guess maybe there's some relevance to that. Um, uh, super quick. This has nothing to do with anything. Yo, people, I'm pretty. I feel like the Snyderverse people. Like mm-hmm. I feel like it's a cult. Like at this point. Like, I'm pretty confident that it's a cult because people are still somehow. It's been like three years, dude. It's been four. When did when did the uh, uh, Snyder Cut come out? That came out not last year. That came out the year before. Right. Unless I'm um, no, I want to say it came out in 2021. <clears throat> the Snyder Cut. Like, I think at the top of 2021. OK, fair enough. My, my point still remains that like after all this time, like and and come on, like even though. I, I personally hate the movies. Right? Yeah. The only movie that I thought was all right was uh the Man Man of Steel. That's I thought that was just okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything else I thought was a steaming pile of garbage. Um, I know you don't hold that same belief, but but I like enough. Man of Steel and I like Batman versus Superman. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, but it's like it's over. Like let's 
they've given us quality shit after that, right? We got Joker after that. Yeah. Now, one might argue we did get Wonder Woman. That was definitely a miss. Uh, <laughs> the first one was good. Wonder Woman 1985 was. Was I, it 1985? I, I, was that the year? I think I, it doesn't matter. It yeah, doesn't matter what year really, it was. Yeah, it, it was it bad truly in all does years. not matter. <laughs> I think it was 1984. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I wish yeah. we'd skipped that year. <laughs> yeah. So we couldn't tell that story. It, it was a bad year. Um, but uh, so. And honestly, that was a part of the Snyderverse. It just, you know, he obviously wasn't directing it. But um, even if you're like, like, hey, I liked what they put out. It's like, it's over. Let it the fuck go. What what are the Snyder people asking for? Like more, like uh, another Snyder cut? It was a thing where basically, and we're going to talk about Ezra Miller Miller here in the show. They're talking about how in The Flash, it's been, I guess, revealed that the Snyderverse isn't like, gone it's just another universe so it still exists it's mm. just a different sort of universe than the one i guess either we're in in the flash or whatever the case is so it's like they're like oh my god so that means we can still it's like i just i i don't know what to tell you here the stories weren't that good for 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 you to years later be like yeah. we need this to return like there was nothing about it that was that good like it was mediocre at its absolute Best? It's the same people who go crazy when McDonald's drops a McRib. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> yo, know, like it's really not that good. Like, why are you guys going fucking insane over this thing? Yeah, you know they do it yeah, once it, a year, it, once every other year. It's barely meat. Like, yeah, I, I don't. I'm I'm actually exactly. pretty confident that it's probably not 100 percent real meat. Look, they just call it the Impossible Burger now, right? Like, it's that's really all it is. Yeah, is that, <laughs> they just switched it from being the McRib to the Impossible Burger. Or, yeah, it's, it's the like same shit. <laughs> it, it's just the hype. Right, that yeah. like people like yeah. buy into, and then they don't let it go. It, it's like, it, oh, make ribs, Snyder cut, sticking with Mac McDonald's, sauce. Um, when they uh, the Szechuan uh, sauce from yeah. Rick and Morty, right? So mm-hmm. when Rick and Morty put out that episode, people were losing their minds. Yeah, the lines. For the if you just wanted to go get a coffee, you couldn't because there were yeah. dickheads in the car. <laughs> like, oh, we want the Waiting fucking Szechuan sauce. sauce. And have you seen the Snyder cut? Like <laughs> the, the same people. <laughs> Ask you that off the rip, like, yeah. Yo, what you in line for? Wearing 1984 t-shirts, <laughs> yeah. like yo, we're all you got everything wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Gas this um, car. So uh, it was also announced that uh, Spy Kids is coming. Out. Did you ever watch Spy Kids when, when you were younger? Um, you know what? Like, I feel like when I, I do remember when that movie was coming out, I'm like, yo, that shit looks so dope. These white kids are having so much yo, fun. Like fucking but, James Bonding. It yeah, up it wasn't. Shit. Who's the who's um the the main star? What's that girl? I hate. Um, the girl from Spy wasn't it? Um, it wasn't uh, fucking from uh the werewolves vampire movie, Kristen. What are you talking about? Twilight. Oh, Chris, oh, uh, um, Kristen. Uh, I keep wanting to say Kristen Bell. That's not Kristen Bell. No, it's not Kristen Bell. Kristen Stewart. Yeah, I think wasn't she, was she the actress in like the first Spy Kids movie? Bro, like a young so. Kristen Bell. I hated her then. I don't know why. I don't. I, I'm pretty confident it wasn't her, but uh. I'll, move, I'll move! On. I got, I got to, I got to, I got to look this up. Because <laughs> I feel like right. that for no reason. I just knew, yeah. I just knew the future of me would still, yeah, you're, you're, still you're hate her. So hate let's her start it here for no reason at all. Oh wait, the two children were played by Alexa Pena Vega and Daryl uh, Barbara. Damn, you're right. Yeah. So it had nothing. She had nothing to do with it. You're yeah, just, you're hating her for. I feel like she auditioned though. Oh, hate you. This guy, um, 
so uh so yeah spy kids is coming back i didn't i didn't really mess with spy kids i i think i i tried to get into it but i just by the time by the time i caught it i was already sort of feeling like i was too old for this shit yeah i felt like uh, yo murtal off of uh did you realize there's so many spy kids movies there's spy kids one there's spy kids two island of lost dreams there's spy kids three uh i don't even think they gave that shit a title like critical (laughs) mission spy kids four all the time in the world. Then there's Spy Kids Five, Passing the Torch, and then the last one was. Um, there's another one here. No, I already said it. Yeah, Mission yeah. Critical Mission with a fucking uh, and, and the one uh, all Spy Kids Four, All the Time in the World had Jessica Alba and Jeremy Piven in it. Mm-hmm. Of course, I never heard about that movie. It had no. Jessica Alba and Jeremy Piven in it. Okay, I love Jeremy Piven. I don't mind Jessica Alba. You put them in a two movie. No way, I'm watching it. <laughs> <laughs> no way I'm watching that movie. Any arguments out of me? Like I don't have anything against them, but at the same time, I'm not really checking for them either. Um, so, uh, so Netflix. What I can garner from that is Netflix is really diving into the IP uh, sort of wheelhouse, where they're trying to go with existing intellectual property, but stuff that they can own in house. So they're really trying to distance themselves from owning shit from like other people right yeah. so they did the whole knives out thing so now they're the ones producing the knives out or they bought the rights i guess to the knives out two and three um giving uh fucking what's his name uh what's my man's name uh bond what's his name? daniel craig daniel craig the back uh to produce or to 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 star in the uh the, the next knives out movie. he walked away from bond and were like yo this that's his biggest movie is never gonna be another bigger one knives out was a you know pretty successful movie i don't think I didn't think it was going to be that successful a movie, and then now to see that it's going to be two and three, yeah, you know, oh, he's he's got a check coming, no, super no. check. You know how much he got, right? No, what is it? Hundred mil, hundred m's, hundred m's for two and three or just two? Two and three. Woo. Either way, you know what? <laughs> whatever. Two and three. That's yeah. I'm not. I'm not busy. Some extra shooting days. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Dude, do you want a fourth one? Whatever you need. Whatever one. you need me to do, I'll do Look, it. The fourth and fifth one, I'll take those at discounted prices. Oh yeah. Give me two and Fifteen percent <laughs> off. The first million. The, the rest I want. I said hundred M's yeah. for two movies. Get the fuck out Let's of go. Yeah, come on. And I mean, and that's probably. He's, I, w- I wonder if there's still some like little details in the contract, like. You know, this movie grosses over a billion dollars. I get over like uh, you know a certain amount nah, extra. I, I would feel no obligation, and, and also it's coming out on Netflix, so it's just mm. going to be streaming. Yeah, so yeah it's just going to be streaming that way. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, I would. I not. want free Netflix for life. Uh, hundred million yeah. plus free Netflix for life. For <laughs> you just can't share your password. Yeah. <laughs> plus, I get to share it with one person. <laughs> yeah. They give you, they give you that discount. You're like, all right, you don't have to pay the ten dollars in order to get your yeah, <laughs> the yeah. share pass. And if you share it with like a second person that like voids your contract, <laughs> no hundred <laughs> M's. Like what? Um, all right, uh, other headlines. Uh, we're obviously going to talk about some Oscar shit uh, in, here in a sec. But uh, Coda wins Best Picture. Um, mm-hmm. I don't. You didn't watch it, I assume. Never even heard of it. Yeah, uh, it, it's uh, basically about uh, this family who uh, basically the entire family is deaf, with the exception of the daughter. There's the mother, the father, the their son, and then they you know uh, have a daughter, uh, and she's the only person who can hear, so she acts mm. as the translator, and uh, and they have this like fishing um, business uh, that they're trying to kind of basically they're trying to go out on their own with the fishing business because right now they, they don't handle the sales side of the, they just do the, uh, the catch. Anyways, 
Um, so it's about her being able to sing, uh, and uh, she's a really good singer, and so she tries to essentially go to school for that while she's trying to help her family with this fishing business. Um, so my first thoughts before watching the movie, because I didn't watch it until after it already won Best Picture, I just watched it because I was like curious, because I, I actually wanted to watch it a while back, but I just... I saw the preview and I was like, I should watch that. And then I just never did. Uh, but after watching it, or rather before I watched it, I had the thought that this definitely shouldn't have won Best Picture. Like I haven't seen it yet, but I'm pretty confident this shouldn't have won Best Picture. But then what I was like, well, I don't even know what the hell else is up for Best Picture. So who am I to say that this yeah. couldn't have won? So I watched it and I will say it was a good movie, but I had to think that this is like a light year for like I and I guess I could go in and, and look at who else was there for the best picture. But yeah, like this kind of seemed like a more like it was a touching movie, clearly. Like I, I really feel like it, it was, a, a you know, it, it was a, a, the story that they produced was a, a touching story, but enough to win best picture. Yeah. So I don't know. really quickly, the yeah. films that were nominated were Belfast, Don't Look Up, Drive My Car, Dune, King Richard, Licorice Pizza, Nightmare Alley, The Power of the Dog, and West Side Story. Yeah. Weird year. Um, I mean, Will Smith won Best Actor, or yeah. like, right, for King yeah. Richard. Mm -hmm. um, don't Look Up was good, but fell off very hard at the end. Um, Drive My Car... Yeah, yeah. I don't think so. I thought I thought I thought it stuck to the end. Oh no, the ending was like it was. It got hard to watch towards the end. Um, huh. Don't look. Yeah. So drive my car. I've seen that on um, HBO Max. I haven't yeah. uh, watched it yet. Dune. I mean, again, I haven't seen. Um, what is this movie called? Coda. I was gonna say Donda. Uh, it was called <laughs> Coda. Kanye's um, up there acting yeah. a fool. Like, <laughs> yeah, what would he say if he wanted Oscar? Yo, Yo, that speech would be. I would. Uh, one of the greatest speeches <laughs> of all time, I would imagine. Greatest? I don't know. Most. Yeah. Do you remember? You remember his like? You remember his problem. like Grammy speech when he won his first Grammy? He was like, "Everybody wants to know what I would do, what, what I would say, say if I didn't win." Yeah. Guess, I guess we'll, we'll never, never know. Yeah, that was one of the greatest <laughs> acceptance speeches of all Yo, time. Yeah. What I love about Kanye is whenever he's making like some sort of like large speech to people, you always just know he's nervous. He's because he just his voice is all shaky and yeah. he's mad sweaty and you just know he's gonna say something crazy but you know he's up there just and what i love about it is like he's uh it, it's it feels like you know he didn't write a speech like you know no, it's just, no, he definitely prepares that ahead of time clearly i don't know you know it's just pure emotion though come on no, like, even that speech no. if you watch the kanye documentary yeah. you knew that like when he did that um like you know i guess we'll never know yeah um that was just Raw emotion. That's a lie. He, no, he, it, it might have come across. Did you watch the documentary? I did watch the documentary. Um, what I would say is, is that even hearing him rap, you saw like when he was uh, rhyming to, uh, uh, they were doing like I think the two guns thing. Uh, it was him and Most Deaf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you could see the emotion that he is projecting with, and I think that that still comes through when he's just giving a speech or something like that. Like he's he's a very emotional person. Yeah. Um, and I think that he has the unique ability to let that emotion transfer through, even if something's rehearsed, even if it's plotted, he, that original emotion still somehow makes it through when other people would just feel robotic and weird. Yeah. But I can tell it's all sort of scripted because it's it like 
it still sounds scripted. It still sounds like he thought about that for a minute. Yeah, I feel like like he spends a lot of time like thinking about the things that he wants to say. But I would yeah. never, I wouldn't necessarily say that Kanye would be a guy like, like to like write down his speech because I feel like, I, see, I don't yeah, like I don't if you that. like look at how he does like just live interviews where they're just yeah. chatting and talking. That's kind of like the same he does when he was on stage accepting an award or like talking to like but kids I, I, or whatever. I, but I do think that like maybe somebody might have uh, you know. Anyways, whatever. We don't have to get lost. In I don't know. We saw yeah. the video where Kanye was like, Kim, or <laughs> Kim Kardashian was like, oh, I, I, you know, I always give Kanye good advice about like this and that and real estate and yeah, financial he advice. He was like, that. you give me advice, but I'll listen to it. <laughs> so could you imagine someone trying to give Kanye like, this is what you should say? He's going to be like, no, no, no. But I, yeah, I do whatever. think he says the things that he wants to say. I'm mm-hmm. not saying that he doesn't. What I'm saying is it's definitely scripted ahead of time. Yeah. But like, you know what I mean? But anyways, that's neither here nor there. Anyways, Coda won Best Picture. I just think maybe it was a light year or something yeah, like that. Yeah, because I tried to watch Nightmare Alley. Yikes. It didn't, you didn't last. <laughs> oh, I'll watch it. 30 minutes in, I was like, yo, I got to get out of here. And I was at home. Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> I left. Like, I, just, I didn't go for a walk or something. <laughs> uh, what else do I want to talk about? Uh, yeah, we already talked about How I Met Your Mother. Um, did you ever watch that? No. I would offer it up, but I, I don't think it would. I'll tell my daughter time. when she gets older. Listen, this is how I met your mother. Here's a real story. <laughs> yeah, just not that bullshit on ABC. <laughs> don't make it last nine seasons. I guess is the, the advice there. Okay, look, dude, let's get into it. Uh, so we all know uh, what happened. Let's let's not waste any time. Uh, we'll. This is gonna be one of the best, most official, honest, unscripted, probably politically incorrect uh, recap of the 2022. Oscars. No, we're not doing a recap of the Oscars. Let's just one it. moment we're in particular. Moment <laughs> That's what this yeah. is. I did not watch anything else concerning. <laughs> no, the I didn't. I didn't give a fuck about yeah. anything else. That, that's actually weirdly where I wanted to start, but I'll I'll, I'll I'll let you jump it off. But I will give sort of the summary. Everybody knows what the fuck happened. Will slapped the shit out of Chris after Chris delivered a joke about Jada. Uh, basically said, uh, "Well, Jada is going to be in uh, GI Jane two or whatever." How the in fact, the joke goes, she has alopecia, so clearly mm-hmm. it's very sensitive about yep. that. Um, now, it's said on the back end that Chris didn't know about it. My argument would be that it doesn't really fucking matter if you knew or didn't know that that's irrelevant to sort of the final no, outcome. No, I think that's what well, you said is irrelevant to the final outcome. Yeah, like to, to what happened. I'm not, yeah, I'm yeah. Not, uh, yeah, you can take it from wherever direction you want to take sure. it. Sure. I, I think it, that, like saying that if he didn't know about it and still made the joke. Yeah, either way, it would have still arrived at the yeah, same place. True. Right. Um, and so, uh, so yeah. So, so if you don't mind, I want to take. Yeah, I want to start from the top. I want to rewind a little do bit, it, though. Do it, so do let's it. go back. Um, let's go back a couple years. Let's go back a long time, right? Will and Jade have been married for like fucking twenty years now, right? Um, throughout the course of their marriage, their marriage itself has always been like a huge talking point, just like socially in and around Hollywood. Do they have an open marriage? Do they not have an open marriage? Um, there have been stories of like Jada sleeping with other people. Like you remember, there was remember when she was doing the show Hawthorne. There was rumors that she slept with Mark Anthony, who was yeah. her co-star on set. Uh-huh. There's rumors that, um, and I, Will Smith admitted this, um, you know, in in you know several interviews years ago that like there was times in his relationship that um, he was like unfaithful, slept with other women. I remember this. He was talking about this one thing where it's like, you know, I think they were going through some marital trouble and. You know, like he went from not having sex and he was like, oh, I went a whole week where I just like had sex for a week and I just had so many orgasms that I 
became disgusted with orgasms, and I'm like, Yo, good for you. Like, <laughs> I was, a, I was an inter- great week, I imagine. Is it? <laughs> Not many people get to have yeah, that gotta, week. Just, just, and you know, he's rich as shit, so it's probably on yachts and yeah, shit. And I'm you like, just gotta get some shots yeah. after that. Um, <laughs> during, I'm gonna yeah. fly my doctor and just, uh, hit mid stroke. Just yeah. hit me with the antibiotics. <laughs> um, anyway, so their marriage itself has always been a talking point, right? Um, the f- people who are not celebrities and super famous have the fortune of like not having millions and millions of people all the time criticizing your every action, your marriage, your children, blah, blah, blah. So you, I can imagine how that weighs on you. Let's fast forward to where we are t- today or most recently, right? Red table talk, um, entanglement. So we saw, at the, I think this is in 2021, right? We saw Will and Jada sit down on the red table talk, their, um, uh, the, t- the TV show that they produce for, I believe it's on Facebook, um, and discuss their marriage and discuss what was like her infidelity, which she called an entanglement. Basically, she's admitting that, yes, during our marriage, I did sleep with another man. I cheated. August Alcina was that person. And at that moment, Will became kind of like the butt of a joke for a very, very long time. People were talking about entanglements. People were like making fun of Will Smith, kind of like, oh, you let August Alcina, you let that motherfucker fuck your wife? And then you just sat down there and sat with her while she basically told you she cheated on you and you're just going to sit there and take it. Um, and then even after that, Jada did another inter- uh, uh, interview or discussion at the Red Table Talk where she, again, was talking about like how you know her and Will had trouble in their relationship. And like she kind of like insulted him in a way. She was like, for a long time, he didn't please me sexually. And she's like, how is a man? Can you not please your wife? And then, then that you know, was another slight at will that like became like a public thing, like a whole memeable thing where yet again, she had insulted him. So for a long time, Will Smith and their whole marriage has been like the topic of conversation or the butt of a joke. So I feel like, and Will- Now, the question I might ask right before, like there is, do you, is that because of the public or is that because of Will and Jaden in terms of how publicly they they live their life? So, you know, when you live your life and you're a celebrity, your life is you know public, right? Yeah. But we see a lot of celebrities have marriages and relationships, and we're not always talking about their sex life, and their their inner marriage workings, right? Um, however, Will and Jada are always open and very upfront. They speak about it very publicly, and when you open up the doors, like people are going to want to come in, right? And people are going to flood in, and they're going to talk about it, and blah blah blah. So I feel like it's a bit of both. So when we get to the Oscars. And like this is not the first time Will Smith has, or Chris Rock has made fun of, like you know, made Will Smith and Jada like a, the butt of a joke during an Oscar ceremony. Mm-hmm. A similar thing happened in 2016, but in 2016 I think it was a little bit different because you know we're we're coming off of the red table talk and insults and your relationship being the butt of a joke and all the public criticism, blah blah blah. So I feel like in this moment when Chris Rock made that joke, um, at first if you watch the footage, Will Smith laughed. And then you see Jada Pinkett Smith react in like a way where she's like, I'm annoyed by that joke, right? Now, granted, the, a week before the Oscars, she did an interview where she talked about her alopecia and she talked about her being bald and she like expressed joyfully like, you know, I love this new version of me. I accept it. Um, I think I look great. I'm happy with myself and it doesn't bother me, right? So the Oscars, like, you can tell like the joke didn't deeply, deeply offend her. She just made a face like, mm, I don't. Well, I, I would argue we don't. Oh, yeah, we don't know that. We don't know that. But 
you know, if a week ago you're saying, you know what, I love this version of me, I'm happy with it, um, I don't mind the criticism, people say what they want to say, like, I love this me and I'm happy. You would think that like that person a week later would you know, be able to like, you know, brush that off a little bit. Either way, we see Will laugh, we see Jada react differently. And then I imagine Will acknowledged or noticed that his wife was offended by it. So he's like, oh, okay, you know what, maybe at that, maybe at that point he like snapped. He's like, all right, you know what? I'm tired of people talking about me. I'm tired of people talking about my wife. I have to defend my wife. In this instance, he went up on stage, slapped Chris Rock. Um, I have to commend Chris Rock for his response. Pinnacle of professionalism. Someone walks on stage, slaps you. You know what? I'm not going to respond now. And I feel like he didn't fall. Could you imagine how many thoughts went uh, through his Ali head? He slapped him. Yeah. And he didn't, he didn't fall. He true. Didn't, he didn't. Very true. The, the knee didn't buckle. Yeah. yeah. Um, in that moment, he must have been like, you know, do I like a thousand th- thoughts go through your head in like a second? Do I do I swing back? Do I slap him back? Do we scrap? Yeah. Do I maintain professionalism? You know, this person just embarrassed me, or you know, is that person in the wrong? Like so many thoughts go through your head. Yeah. But regardless, he maintained professionalism. He acknowledged what happened. He even made a joke of it. Oh shit! Will like Will Smith just slapped the shit out of me, right? Did what comedians do: turn a bad situation, make it negative, keep the show going. Um. And I, I, I commend him for that. My initial response was like, Will Smith was in the right. You know, man's make fun of your wife. It's your responsibility to defend your wife. Those were in the wedding vows that you took, right? Yeah. Um, a couple of days later, you're more removed from it. You see it from a different perspective. You're like, you know what? Will Smith was definitely in the wrong. Even if maybe you talk to Chris Rock off stage, you pull him aside, you say, hey, we didn't appreciate that joke. I need you to come and apologize to my wife. You... Maybe even handle it after the Grammys. Phone call, conversation. Hey, I, I want to invite you over or we'd like to meet somewhere and we feel like we deserve an apology. There's a way to handle it and he didn't handle it that way. Um, so I commend Chris Rock for his response and clearly Will Smith here was in the wrong. Defending your wife or not, there's a way to go about that and that doesn't always, that shouldn't have required violence. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was, that was a really good summary of everything. I think it was pretty to the point. Um, I think I'm going to start somewhere different. I'm going to start with the Oscars as a whole. Uh, and I think it's appropriate to start here because um, <clears throat> there's there's a couple of things that I wanted to sort of get out of the way before sort of offering sort of what my take is on this. Because everybody everybody has a take on, on what happened. And it's been pretty shocking to me to see the takes. Yeah, I've uh, heard people this. come out of nowhere and say shit. Like, Shut the fuck up. Like, yeah, I am traumatized by what I witnessed. And it's like, are well, you really? Well, have you so never like, seen yeah, somebody get slapped seen, before? I, yeah, like I, I saw Amy here. Schumer was like, I'm traumatized. And it was like, well, this is kind of what Bill Burr was talking about when he was like, well, yeah, white women kind of just make everything about them. Like, yeah. <laughs> somehow, somehow like, how are this you whole thing is about Amy Schumer yeah. being like traumatized. Now it's like, now she she's didn't garnering get sympathy. Yeah. And like now she's in the news cycle for yeah. something that didn't uh, even happen. Look, ever. fair enough. She's irrelevant to what I'm trying to get out here. I'm going to talk about the Oscars as a whole. Um, for one, it's over for the Oscars. Okay. Like, let's just like they need to figure something else out, maybe make the show just private where it's not broadcast or anything like that. And just be like, yo, this is what happened. These are the winners. Deliver it. I think like uh, the Academy Awards maybe did that or not the Academy, um, the uh, oh, Golden Globe or something. Golden like that. Globes. I, some other award show did that earlier in the year where they just they're like, look, we're not even going to televise country shit. music awards. Yeah. <laughs> we'll still invite people and shit, but like we're not going to like yeah. televise it and make it the thing. Um, but the reason why I say it's over is because this is now like the second or third year, not necessarily in a row, but in like the last like five years. Right. This the ratings have steadily declined for the Oscars. I'm not going to go through the pain of like 
reading off the numbers or anything like that. But it's just basically steadily declined because nobody really cares about the Oscars anymore, mm-hmm. right? Or not, I wouldn't say nobody, but enough people don't care about the Oscars where they're like, yo, this shit is sinking, right? Now, they're still selling out ads and shit, so how much does it matter to them? I guess I don't know. But it's over for the Oscars in the sense that this is the only reason why we're all talking about the Oscars. It's the only reason. Yeah. If this event doesn't happen, people will talk maybe a little bit of chatter about the Oscars for like a couple of days and then crickets. So, but now what they've, since they've had a couple of hiccups in a row now, uh, not necessarily in a row, but uh, there was the Moonlight situation fiasco mm-hmm. that, that happened. It was the Oscar so white <laughs> situation that, that happened. All of these things make it so that, well, now, and this is the problem with uh, wrestling today, right? Is when you when you raise that bar for the excitement level, and this isn't even talking about whether the show's good or not, but it's like when you raise that bar for like anything can happen, and then the thing doesn't happen. Well, what the fuck am I watching for, right? Like it's it's people watching like NASCAR and shit, right? A lot of people watch NASCAR just to see if well, some crazy shit about to happen here, you know. Um, and I feel like that that's what the Oscars is now. It's like the only time people tune in is when something crazy happens, right? That's the only time when anybody talks about the Oscars at all. And I feel like with this, this is like the pinnacle of like, well, people are going to watch next year. And one would think nothing crazy like this is going to happen next year. Unless Pete Davidson's hosting and Kanye oh, sitting in the front row. <laughs> they better row. put that together quick. Yo, yes. <laughs> like th- this year, Yikes. I, I think it was the great, was it the Oscars who like um, canceled his performance? Or was it the Grammys? Was, uh, I think it was the Oscars. I think it was the Oscars, right? So next, yeah, they're probably kicking. Wait, no, because they don't. I don't. Do they have performances at the Oscars? I Mm, I don't. I don't. I I, I don't know. I I haven't. It might be. It might be the Grammys because there would be performances at the Grammys. So um, I feel like the Grammys may invite Kanye back. Like, hey, listen, if you Pete host, would you be interested? (laughs) Yeah. Sorry, Um, sorry to interrupt you. No, no, you're good. Um, The other thing I would like to say uh, about the Oscars as a whole. Uh, So Zoe Kravitz. I was gonna just kind of bring this up, but she was like actually the perfect example of this. So she came out with a statement. And it wasn't even a statement. She just had a post of her dress at the uh, the Oscars. And she was like, here's me uh, with my dress at the Oscars. Apparently where we smack people now or slap people now. And you can choose to take that one of two ways. Either you can choose to take that as she's just talking about the Oscars as a whole. Like, I guess we just slap people at the Oscars now. Or she's talking about black people. <laughs> hey, us Negroes are up there slapping people now. Um, I think in either case, it's just it's kind of the same thing, which is there's this whole idea of the Oscars having this respectability mm-hmm. that, oh my God, what Will did was so offensive because of the respectability and the, and the sanctity of the Oscars. Yeah, no. I, yeah. It, it, who his, cares? His apology was interesting too because he was like, I apologize to the Oscar committee. Why? Well, because he, like, that's who, like, that's who invite, like, the, people have to actually get invited to the Oscars, I guess, in contrary to Sure. That. In the moment, it just felt like an interesting, like, why, like, you know. I you think, mean when he was on stage or, like, his post? When he was on stage, oh, okay. yeah. I Honestly, I don't, not necessarily everything he said on there, but for a comment like that, like, you're on stage, adrenaline's going. Yeah, you may not. But something it, just flies out I feel like there are, like, I mean, I didn't expect a Chris Rock apology then, but, like, I apologize to my I wife. I, I apologize to my family for a breaking character. I would have appreciated it so much, like, it would have meant so much if he would have apologized to Chris right then and there. Yeah, that would have, like the the afterwards apology clearly is like necessary. Mm-hmm. But if he would have apologized there, I feel like that would have taken some of the steam out of the whole situation. Yeah, but because he didn't, that like direct and yeah, immediate accountability of reflection of like fuck, I fucked up. Yeah, I fucked up. You know, 
But at that point, I don't think he was thinking that I fucked up. Mm-hmm. But I'll, I'll get to this. So the whole idea of the Oscars being so respectable that you can't do anything like this, like, nah, I don't really give a shit. Like, I, the, and, and I guess it goes to, oh, well, you can't act a fool in front of white people. I think that's kind of the, 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 I don't want to call it the elephant in the room, but like that's like the thing that I think people are trying to get at when they say shit like that is like, well, with these proper white people, what well, yeah. fuck all that? Because the whole like, thing is like, oh, white people are going to think we're most like of these people are doing coke directly yeah. after the show. Then they'll, they'll be fine. And the same, the same energy is never carried the same way. You know, you'll never hear like, oh, like, you know, white people, like, oh, we shouldn't act this way in front of black. It is like yeah. we always have to be on our A game in front of them. Yeah. But that's not that's an unrealistic expectation. No. And also, like, I, I just I feel like it's like it's so stupid that I'm like even saying it just the way that you said it. I'm just like. Yeah. No. Uh, who gives a shit? Like, like who, who cares about putting on some sort of show to show that, oh, we're not all crazy and, and violent and all this other stuff. It's like, well, the, if they believe that already, there's a good chance they're always going to believe that. There's not enough niceties that you can throw at them. There's not enough timidness that you can throw at them that they're going to be like, oh, my gosh, I guess they're not all, fucking, yeah. you know, violent or whatever. If you do whatever you do, even if you just raise your emotional level or you raise your voice or whatever. <gasps> oh, my God. Oh, my God. You know, yeah. so it's just like cut that shit. That shit is that shit is weak. It's whack. Nobody gives a fuck about that, right? Getting all that out of the way. Um, let's talk about Will. I, I want to split this up between a couple of different, different spaces. Will, Chris, and Jada, okay? What happened between that whole situation? Um, look, man. You, you have a situation uh, that I think is a classic lesson in proportion, right? That... Uh, Chris Rock, he said a joke. Jada took offense. Clearly, <laughs> Will took offense uh, to it and walked on stage very calmly, walked on stage, slapped Chris, calmly walked back to his seat, right? What I'm not arguing here is whether the joke that Chris made was appropriate or not. That's not, that's not what I'm trying to, to argue. But what I am trying to argue is that the response to the joke in just historic fashion was clearly disproportional (laughs) to the joke that was told. And if you're of the belief, if you're of the mindset that that was a proportional reaction to the thing that was said, then I would have to argue with you that just like Will, you've got some fucking work to do in terms of searching in yourself for how you see reactions to situations. Um, If, 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 if that's our, if that's our go-to in terms of like responding to people when they say things, then, and I'm going to get into this a little later, but like, then it's no wonder why the state of the world is what it is, is because our, our emotional, uh, what I'm trying to say, our, our emotional, um, Oh God! Like I'm, I'm trying. I'm losing. Well, the like the barometer of like. Yeah, like our our, our emotional regulation, mm-hmm. right, is clearly off. If somebody says, and look, you can argue this ten ways from Sunday, but the the joke that he said, and feel free to correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, but it wasn't as if it was like slanderous. 
it wasn't like a slanderous sort of thing. He could have yeah. went many different directions. He could have went the August. Uh, uh, I'll see whatever the fuck that mm, scene is. Yeah, he that would have. He could have went that side. route. Yeah, he could have. He could have gone the route of uh, uh, of whatever talking about red table talk talk, talking about their marriage in general or whatever the fucking case is sorry there's a plane going on if you guys hear that noise a whole helicopter yeah they're they're searching for us um he could have gone to a lot of different places but he said gi jane right now even in saying gi jane it wasn't like he was saying oh ball-headed scallywag it wasn't like he was saying oh you're ugly it wasn't like he was saying oh you're a piece of shit or like none of that it's Let's be real. She has a buzz cut. You've got a buzz cut. Exactly. You're going it. to be in that movie because you has a, you have a buzz cut. And now. he's comparing her to Demi Moore, and, 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 and not even that he was comparing her to Demi Moore, but like that look, right? And like that look during that time when that movie came out was an iconic look. Um, Demi Moore looked great. Yeah. GI Jane, great movie. So it wasn't like a it wasn't a mis- it malicious wasn't, it wasn't insult, a malicious, thing, and it right? wasn't a threat. Now, now we get to the idea of what is malicious and what's not malicious, right? Mm-hmm. I'm willing to accept that you can't tell Jada or Will, for that matter, how to take what he said, right? You can't tell them how offended they can they should be. Yeah. But what I can say is the proportion for your action thereafter has to meet. Like if if Will from the crowd just yells out, "Keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth." I would have thought that it's a bit extra, but I was I can still register that as yeah. like being somewhere in the same universe as a response to what Chris said. Walking on stage, and again, this has nothing to do with respectability, but the fact that there's just so many like this this moment is this is now both of their careers. This yeah. is this there is their 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 careers before this and their lives for that matter. There's their lives and careers before this. And then there's their careers and lives after. Yeah, this moment. And like, I've heard people say, like, oh, this is not that big of a deal. Like, move on. Um, now, granted, okay. yes, it is not. There's more sh- important shit to worry about. We, we, sh- we still got to talk no, no, about I, I'll, I'll Russia and Ukraine. That's no, still more I, important on the global gonna, that's scale. That's actually going to tie into this whole situation because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to tie the two together. But proceed. yeah, no, no, no. You go. I'm just yeah. saying, like, you know, there is still other more important things going on in the world, but this is definitely going to be a topic of conversation for at least like the for, um, you know, the foreseeable future, the next couple of days, maybe even weeks. Yeah. Um, and it will stay with them their, the rest of their careers, I'd imagine. Correct. And and when Will was walking onto that stage, there had to be some part of him that knew that that was going to be the case. Mm-hmm. Like there has to be a part of you that knows there's no t- like at, as soon as I do this. There was my life before. I'm Legend Two coming out. You know what I mean? We gotta st- <laughs> we gotta start the promo now. Yeah, Chris Rock is about to go on tour, so he's def- the ticket price definitely went up yeah, right after. Ticket that. price uh, uh, they've increased. I think the last one I saw was 150. percent Yeah, his ticket price have increased for the tour. Yeah, with Kevin um, Hart. And and so to wrap up this particular part, I understand. Then there's there's conversations about there about uh, this sort of being an ableist, or, or the joke that Chris told was like an ableist right that that essentially it's a medical condition that jada has that uh, she has alopecia um but i think that's even spurred on by some other medical condition that i i'm not even saying we we would have to know what that medical condition is it doesn't really like for the sake of what we're talking about it doesn't really like matter um nor do we have to know that um but even if that's the case right i think i i think what this whole situation has done for me is there's the, them in terms of the three of them of how this all sort of transpired but then there's everybody else's reaction to it mm, yeah. and that to me is the most alarming fucking thing there's there aren't like I'm, I, I i pay decent enough attention to like politics and you know just generally like what's going on in the world maybe not as much attention as i probably should i guess but also what the fuck does that even mean um 
but I pay enough attention to to know that people uh, people reacting to certain things are indicators, right? And how people have reacted to this scenario makes me alarmed. Uh, the reason why is for for a number of different reasons. The most chief of which is doing bad things for good reasons, for supposedly good reasons, right? So I just talked about the whole ableist thing. And so people, oh, Will's defending his wife, his black wife, his black wife with a disability. So that makes it okay. What I, what the world is guided by right now are people that believe they're on missions to do good, right? So in their mind, they believe that what they're doing is justified because they're morally just to do it. And it's fucking terrifying. Yeah. Right? An example of that is Tiffany Haddish's comments. I think she was like, um, she was like happy to see, you know, a black man protecting his black wife. And it's like, well, protecting her from like a joke with violence. I don't know if that's like equal. But people then would say, oh, well, the joke itself was violent. I was, well, sure, if you th- call that joke yeah, violent, you, your, who, who, your perspective is well, way off. Somebody said something to, uh, I forget who said this. Somebody said this, but I was like, oh, I, that's a, that's a bar. Words are only violent when you haven't been punched in the face. And that's, that's always really stuck true. with me. Yeah. You know, like words are violent to you. Like, cause there's a difference between being punched in the face and somebody yelling a word at you. Right. Yeah. I, words can hurt. They can cut deep. Right. Sometimes maybe they can even cut deeper than the punch, but a punch is still a fucking punch at the yeah. end of the day. That words should not be put in the same hemisphere as actual fucking the people in Ukraine right now. They're not being fucking bombed out of the houses with stern words, with, yeah, with jokes, you know, with hot. That's memes. like real violence. Yeah, that's actual fucking violence that's happening there right now. You know, uh, fucking uh, Libya. You know, they're they're being drone striked. Right. Um, they're not being drone striked with fucking, <laughs> you know, uh, 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 you know, Joe Biden f- roasting them on yeah. Twitter or some Russian shit. soldiers are like <laughs> insulting them. Yeah. They're um, like, actually, they're, this is real violence. People are actually violence. Dying. Right. Um, but what I and what I did was I listened to Will Smith's speech after the after the uh, after the slap happened and then he won best picture was our best uh, best actor he's like all right i guess i will yeah that that was <laughs> yeah. kind of like 10 minutes later oh man and everybody was still standing up and clapping and yeah. i was just like nobody's going to acknowledge that you just slapped the taste out of yeah. Chris Rock's and then mouth at the after party <laughs> he was turned up the Yo. rapping big willie Yo. style welcome to but miami I, dude my my guy like how everybody else didn't see that that clearly is a person going through something I'll never understand that range of emotion is is alarming. Yeah. And and the magnitude of it. Like, again, I'm not talking about the Oscars in terms of like, oh, they're so proper and everything else. But the fact that, you know, everybody's going to not only watch this live that's watching this live, but this one is going to echo throughout time. Yeah. And to go from the extremes of I'm going to do that thing that's going to reverberate through time to. Let's drink some fucking, yeah. you know, now I, I will <laughs> say maybe that's also part of the reason why it's like, you know, I, I, I need to like, I know that I just did some shit and I need to like take my Enjoy mind my off of that really quickly. <laughs> yeah. Also, also, I'm not going to lie. If I'm yeah. Will Smith and I did that, I'm like, all right, fuck, you know, that was that was mad crazy. I'm going to deal with that tomorrow, but I just want an Oscar. So I'm, I'm going to live this moment up and I'll yeah. deal with that thing see, tomorrow. See, fair enough. Some people handle things different ways. I I personally would have been ruminating as I was talking about the beginning of the podcast yeah. on all the different ways this would have went sideways. Um, but how how people because again we project into things what, what we want to see into uh, what we want to see into them, but also what our history dictates. So there are a lot of like black women out there like yeah, 
finally a black man standing up for black woman. What I saw was a black dude who hasn't dealt with a lot of emotional shit going on within him. When I saw the slap, for the joke that was told, I was like, oh, he wasn't slapping Chris up there. He was slapping somebody else. That wasn't that wasn't Chris Rock he was slapping. He was slapping either 10 other people or a specific other person. Because for the joke that was told, that is not an appropriate response for that. You yeah. just, you you know, uh, an equivalent of this, would you know, in reality would have been like uh, fucking, you know, uh, some a U.S. soldier gets killed, right? Like a Japanese, you know, back in during World War II, a Japanese person, you know, soldier kills a U.S. soldier, and then yeah. the U.S. is like, "All right, well, we're just gonna go ahead and drop this nuke on you." It's like, yeah. wait, no, that's not yeah, an appropriate not response. Like, we're we're sorry. Hold on, <laughs> what are we doing here? You know, um, and uh, and then so all of that uh, leads me to the idea of toxic masculinity, right? So while everybody's like, or there's a lot of, you know, especially, you know, again, black women. And I, and I understand it. I understand, especially if you feel like you haven't been defended in your life. Yeah. You're projecting onto Will and Jada like, yeah, that's a black man standing up for black women. But that dude snapped. That wasn't, you might've seen a calm person walking back and forth, but he stepped, that wasn't, that was rage. Yeah. And I don't think this is like, um. You know, it's not a racial thing. Like, and I feel like a no. lot of a lot of people are making it like you know, like you said, black man standing up for black women. This is about black this, black that. And like, I don't think because Chris Rock, he, Chris Rock is black too. Yeah. So that is not is that not a black man slapping another or slapping another I, I, man, I, black personally, man? Personally, I feel like that's the only reason why it's an ex, it was an acceptable thing. I yeah. feel like in any other context, if any other those variables was different, I think that uh, Will would have been carried off in cuffs. Yeah. Like Chris, if, if Will Smith yeah. slapped um, fucking Seth uh, fucking Rogan well, or if, whatever, if, if Will slapped somebody who was different, if if, if, if it like wasn't a, Will, if it if was like Leonardo DiCaprio came on stage and slapped somebody, Chris, it would have been way different. Yeah, yeah. If it was a woman up there, if any other, if it's any other context, we would have been America would have broken that. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Hey, listen, OJ was like. If that were me, they would have gave me life in prison. Now, deserve rightfully, OJ. I I did find his comments funny, um, but it's like OJ, come okay, on now. Yeah, let's let's I, be realistic. I feel like you deserve. You are on probation for ninety nine years. <laughs> yes, that would be a violation of your probation. Yeah. Um. So, but but the the idea of toxic masculinity came to my mind because when I was hearing all that, what what. I, what I remembered from when I was younger is so many, like we came, we grew up in the same place. So many dudes just off of nothing get into fights. Uh, oh, you said something about me. You say something about my family. You said something about my girl. You said something about whatever. And then it's off top. Let's, let's, let's rumble. When it's just like, yo, there's no need for any of that. Like yeah. what, what, what is happening here that can't be resolved with fucking words? And then that's how escalation happens. Yeah. And so that's why I'm saying I'm tying this to the whole Ukraine and Russia thing. Right. Because, what what is that at the end of the day like a uh, you know uh, putin when he when they were first going into ukraine he gave this speech and about like half the speech was about like well really the ukraine is a part of russia or the uh, ussr whatever i'm sure i'm getting my terms fucked up but it's basically like he was like saying like it's ours yeah after the like, fall of yeah, you know, it, they were i think they occupied ukraine and then after the fall of soviet union then ukraine separated blah, yeah blah. so you russia feels like ownership of ukraine exactly right so because of that we that gives us then a right to go into it and so all it is is an escalation right like you do something and i feel it's fucked up so i'm going to respond to that thing now but the response has to be like proportional right so yeah if, 
Ukraine does something that, that Putin doesn't like or that, that Russia just doesn't like in general, the the proportional response, if if they haven't attacked you, yeah, isn't to then go in and try to just debo the entire fucking country. Yeah. Like, if, that's I insane. Threw, if I hit like, you with a water balloon, you can't <laughs> empty the clip at me. Yeah, like, what are we doing? Yo, this is way different. So, so when people talk about this whole idea of toxic masculinity, but when they see this, that's not the first thing. And I've seen people who I they've talked about toxic masculinity at nauseum. And for this, they're like, "Oh yeah, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna celebrate this moment because that's yeah. a, yo, come on." I, I don't know if I define this as toxic, toxic masculinity because I don't think Will was trying to like, you know, ima- like emasculate. Chris no, no, or, he wasn't trying to. But but he, I think but, he just. But, it, it, but he did in his speech. He was talking about, I've been called by God to be a protector, mm-hmm. right? So if anybody should say against something against my wife, and anybody should say something against my kids, whatever the case is, I've got to be the one to defend them right yeah but what does that defense look like it, it looks like you walking on stage and slapping another grown man in front of everybody yeah i, I just know that if it were like a, if if it were a woman slapping another woman we would not be talking about like toxic femininity no or no but i think that's why it's it's but that's why because it's a man versus a, a, another man but that's why i'm saying because i don't think in any other context will would have gotten up there and slapped the person on stage yeah there's just if amy schumer makes that same exact joke there is no earthly godly way that will smith decides to get out of his fucking seat and then slap the shit out of amy schumer yeah. on stage that is impossible to happen right yeah. because it's another dude and, but, and tell me if you don't feel like this right you somewhere with your girl somebody says something to you or your girl that you don't feel like, oh, because my girl's here, I've got to I gotta act proper here. I can't act like a little bitch here. Yeah, usually it's like you feel like you have to defend your, your girl, right? So yeah. if I'm at a bar and somebody says something, you know, rude, um, you feel like you got to defend them. Yeah. Uh, you, you, you feel like you may have to, like, step to the dude or swing, you know, meet me outside, that type of thing. Yeah, um, when, when if your girl wasn't there. It might not be that same case. It might just be like, all right, Pondo, just yeah, <laughs> keep right. it pushing. Like, exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? But because you feel like I'm, a, I'm the guy, yeah, you have I to have to defend. Defend their honor exactly. and so on and so on. And, but I, I think that that plays a, a part in this whole idea that we call toxic masculinity because it's not just dudes egging themselves on. It's not just dudes egging each other on. It's also women, too, who, who it's like, oh, what, you ain't going to say nothing? Like, mm. what, you ain't going to do nothing? Yeah. Like you gonna be a little bitch over there, and and oh, Jada's just gonna sit there, right? Jada's gonna sit there and take this joke that that Chris let off. You just gonna sit there and let, and it's just like I'm sure all that shit is running through. Look, I don't I don't know exactly what the fuck is going through his mind, but I have to imagine something of that nature was rolling through his mind. That hey, because he was laughing at first, and all of a sudden, he went yeah, from yeah, that to that, there was a big switch there. But like, so that leads me to, and I, and I want you to get to Jada really quickly because. Yeah. Um, I have some thoughts there as well. Like we're all looking at Will, right? Like, yeah. oh, Will did this. Well, Will should have had more self control, or Will was in the right. You know, Will's he snapped. He's fed up. Yeah. Um, we got to look at like kind of why some of this shit is happening. Well, I feel so, like that's when we get to Jada. So, uh, so, so to be perfectly honest, I don't know what the like I, even as public as they are as a yeah. couple, I don't know what the inner workings of their relationship are. So I don't, I don't. I'm only going off of what I saw happen, right? Which I didn't see Jada tap Will and be like, you know, send a blitz. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, um, what are you gonna do? You know, yeah. like I didn't, I didn't see that happen. So I can't, I can't speak to and and look again. Her alopecia that might be a sensitive topic for her that she just mm-hmm. is like fuck, like uh, like if somebody says something about this, like it really fucking sets me off. But the thing is, like literally, again, she like and I watched the interview she did yeah, a week people, before. People say shit all the time. So unless she was completely lying, yeah, because she was like. 
you know, I, I'm, I'm beautiful. I'm strong. I know that like, this is not going to shake me. It's not going to define me. I love the new Bruh. me. I love how I look. So like, it's difficult for me to see someone go from that. to it's, being. It's not, you know, I, People don't. People lie to themselves. So yeah. So she, so she may have been dishonest, and but like even well, not even dishonest with everybody, but dishonest with herself. Meaning yeah. that it actually might affect her, it, but she's like, yeah. no, that doesn't affect me because I speak it into existence. Yeah. You know? But if you see like the footage from you know as soon as Chris Rock made the joke, if you see yeah. her reaction, her reaction was like displeased or like mm, I don't yeah, care but for that joke. Yeah, but like, it, it wasn't it, it like anger. Elicit, yeah. Like it didn't. To me, her reaction was just like, oh, God. She wasn't like, what the fuck? Fuck you. Or yeah. Like, you didn't so, see anger so on her Will's, face. So Will's reaction in that case, I feel like, again, like that something snapped in him. Like where, and it, it, he, you know, it's been talked about ad nauseum now that, okay, well, Will, you know, he felt like he was a coward because he never defended his mom against his dad. And look, I can I can sympathize with that. I can empathize with yeah. that. I've, I've been in that scenario as well, right? Uh, feeling like there's either more you could have done or done anything at all in order to pre- prevent your mother from getting but also that doesn't then give you the fucking right to walk on stage and slap somebody especially look we talk about will we talk about jada chris uh he's talked about how he used to get bullied mm-hmm. right when he was a kid and that's really how he started telling jokes right yeah to, he had to, to be the funniest he had to be, do something right yeah. to, to, to get these people up off him to the point where he beat the shit out of a dude with a brick. He finally had enough and decided to beat the shit out of uh, shit out of a dude with a brick. And he said that type of anger, that type of violence, scared him that mm-hmm. he could do something like that. So he's always sort of, or I guess since then he's been sort of like a little bit more. Hey, all right, just let me. Yeah, well, you know, Chris Rock do. is he's chill. Not, I don't think anyone's like not doing anything. Would crazy. call Chris Rock a tough guy, and I don't exactly. think he wants he, that th- label that's anyway. That's not like that's not his lane, and he's not trying to ride in that lane. He even talked about how. You know, there was even some sexual shit that happened with him when 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 he was younger that that really fucked him up, right? Yeah. So you walking on stage slapping the shit out of Chris, what the fuck does that yeah. do to Chris? And, and, you and can then tell Chris's how, family yeah. as well. So you if you're can, defending you your family, Chris, what the fuck? I'm sorry. Yeah, no, 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 I was gonna say you can tell how disarmed he was, right? Because he is not a violent person, and I don't think anybody thought Will was gonna be violent towards him. So like as Will approached him, he had his hands down. Yeah, he, he, he was, was laughing, he was yeah. smiling at Will, like, oh hey, like you know, gonna you're probably going to come and mess with me. We're going to have like a little interaction, a little bit moment. Um, and then, you know, I Chris, I highly doubt in any world he would have thought that would have no, happened. Absolutely not. Look, and, and this is all on the assumption that this is this actually happened, that it wasn't like some sort of made up thing. Yeah. Which at first, I'm not going to lie, I definitely thought it was. But after watching it and after hearing all the fallout, I highly doubt that this would have been a I think it's thing. so interesting how today, because we see things on TV, yeah, like everyone's so quick to say that, oh, it's fake. It was staged. Yeah. Um, like what were we, what, what we, I think we talked about something on the podcast last week. Um, we talked about, uh, Adrian Brody and how, like when he won the Oscar, oh, yeah, yeah. how mm-hmm. like, um, you know, Jack Nicholson, but if that, him to <clears throat> protest. but if that happened today, it would have seemed like, oh, he's doing this for performative. Yeah. yeah. It's performative. So like we see something happen on TV, people, oh, it's an act. It's fake. It's right. not real. It's like, God, God damn, like real shit is still happening in the world. Yeah. And just I, because I think, we're recording, it doesn't that, mean it's fake. Well, I think that was because it's not the space where shit like that happens. Right? Yeah. Everything's usually scripted on the Oscars and there's nothing rarely like. Sure. But at the same time, like, these are real people at the Oscars. and They're all on coke. Yeah, Something's going to happen. I don't think anybody was expecting that shit to happen. So I think the fact that it did shocking. Right. Yeah. Obviously. Um, so what I'm building all this towards is what I really the reason why the response to this forget the thing itself the response to it has honestly it's broken my heart like and I and I, and I don't say that lightly like because I'm, I'm not saying that in terms of like I, I don't use that term flippantly like it, it actually does fucking break my heart 
because what it really sort of made me see based off the response to it is that dude we're never going to get out of this shit like if we're talking about capitalism if we're talking about the elites if we're you know running the world and making everything terrible if we're talking about all this shit nothing's ever going to fucking change you know why because even the people who are supposedly good who are are you have the morality of saying no what they're doing is fucked up what i realize is that they're also not automatically the good guys you know what i mean like what do you mean i'm not sure so, what you mean here so what i'm saying is there are a lot of people out there who would fancy themselves to be like fuck the elite class they're making everything terrible with capitalism and all this other shit right so there's always this idea that because you're the victim in, in any sort of situation or because you're being oppressed that you're automatically good. But what this situation has shown me is that this is a, you know, this is a situation to me that's like cut and dry. Like, look, it, it, the joke might've been wrong. Chris might've been wrong to make the joke, but that was not, that was a seismic response to something that was not a seismic yeah. joke or whatever the case is, whatever, however we want to term it. Right. But there are people who are like, no, yeah. So what I'm trying to get at is people use their morality, right, as justification to do heinous shit. But that's all everybody does, right? We see this re- re- uh, religion, right? Oh, well, God told me that people being gay is terrible, so I can go do this electric shock therapy and, and feel fine about it afterwards, you know? Uh, God told me that fucking, you know, I should rip off all these people and have people as slaves, so, you know, whatever, you know, like... Like we we use morality like that we're we think we're doing something good as a justification for heinous shit. So all the people out there who would fancy themselves like people who stand up for others. So like for instance, you know, again, a lot of black women who say, Yeah, like, but I'm sure a lot of them would also fancy themselves as like shit is fucked up for us. Like we're, you know, especially whether you're black yeah. and you're a woman or, or you're a person with a disability. But that doesn't then allow you to do the same heinous shit that you feel like you're is being done to you. Like you either you have to be better or we're never going to get out of the current state of the world. You know what I mean? I respectfully have to disagree with that. I okay. think I think this um, not that it was a good thing. Right. Um, but I think this kind of like uh, reset things a bit. Right. Where you where you realize that like these rich people are not perfect. These people that we call elite, they're not perfect at all. They can have mental breakdowns. They can have bad reactions there. They can be violent, too. They're not perfect whatsoever. Right. Yep. Um, we see Will, you know, being violent towards Chris and we're like, oh, shit, he snapped. He broke like people shit like that happens to regular people every day mm-hmm. um and we're, they don't always get the same sympathy as will but also will's being highly criticized for his actions too right um so yeah, it's like but, but but i guess what i'm saying i'm saying taking them out of it forget them for a second the reactions from the people who comment like whether the people in the audience people it, online blah 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 people online yeah. people you just whether they're arguing about it on just what we're yeah. doing right now or you know they're they're just you just see them on the street the reactions to it have made me really sort of depressed because it, it, like I know not all of it right clearly, but there's enough of it of people being like, like it's too close for me to be like this too split 50 50 of people being like, nah, will did the right thing or will did the wrong thing. That's too close for me to really feel like we're in a world that can potentially be better because I feel like if this is not a clear cut situation for you, yeah, that that was clearly an inappropriate response. Then that tells me there's a lot of fucking people out there. If given the power and the opportunity, they would do the same exact shit, the same fucked up shit that happens to them. They would yeah. do that same exact shit to everybody else. Maybe I'm 
I'm an optimist, which is why I'm looking at this very differently. Like, yeah. I feel like this whole incident, it kind of like brings everybody back down to the same level. It's like these, you know, rich people, these elites at like, you know, these high, um, you know, these award show ceremonies, these like really supposedly important events that occur once a year. Like they can, they act up too. Like they're not any different from the rest of us. You know what I mean? Like you see somebody slap somebody at a bar. You see Will Smith slap somebody on Oscars. Like we're all just people. We all have our breaking points. We all get upset sometimes. Sometimes we use our anger in the right direction. Sometimes we're not. But like this humanizes them. They are humans. They are real people. They make mistakes too. Um, so, you know, I, I kind of somewhat agree with um, uh, Jim Carrey's statement in, in response to what happened. He's like, you know what? Like when he was like, oh, I'm, I'm sickened by how the people in the audience reacted to it. Like, you know, they were, they're spineless, right? And this age of um, these, like, picture-perfect Hollywood elite celebrities, like, that's done, right? People... Nah, people I don't think that's done. That's, yeah, that's I mean, oh, again, this is really. his comment. He was like, people are realizing that, like, you know, these people are not perfect. They're not, like, these, like, archangels who we, like, prop them up to be. They're just regular people who, like, do dumb shit just like the rest of us. And that's how I look at it, too. I'm like, okay, if anything, this humanizes all of them. Like, no one's well, perfect. I, I guess what I'm saying is, regardless of if we humanize them or not, the, the people who look at this particular scenario, because I, I feel like what these situations are are opportunities to gauge what normal people would feel about any given situation. Because you might go to work with a lot of people, right? And you don't really know those people outside of your interactions for work, right? So you don't really know who you're actually dealing with. So yeah. situations like these help sort of paint a picture of who the fuck's around you, you know, right now. Because we really don't know, right? We really don't know until you're in situations with people. Yeah. You don't really know who the, who's capable of what, who would do what, whatever the case is. So when situations like this happen where we all have an opinion on it, and then you start hearing a lot of these opinions and you're just seeing how far that chasm is between where you're at and where they're at to me that has like forget this i i don't give a shit about the like the celebrity part of it like i don't i've already seen like i don't i don't you're talking know. about the people who are like advocating like wills like that the violence was yeah, good like, like this I, was necessary so yeah. i think um i think those people are the loudest but they are not the majority right? I, I no no but they've literally done polls uh, sure, but like who is going to respond to the polls more than likely the people who respond to the polls are the people well, who were I, but that's what is, that's what's different about i think situations like this is that everybody has an opinion about this so i for sometimes for like political shit you're like i don't know what yeah. the fuck you guys are talking about i have no opinion about that whatsoever yeah i haven't seen the polls but yeah. like the majority of the responses i've seen are that like will smith is wrong Chris Rock maintains professionalism. Again, th this also might and be if you're if you're indicating that from like social media or something like that. That actually might be also be an indication. social media and in, in all the conversations I've had with anybody like offline, right in the gym, uh, you know, at the grocery store, whatever, whatever, like among friends. Yeah, I think we all, for the most part, realize that like you know Will Smith is wrong. He probably has some emotional, um, mental things going on. Chris Rock did his job. He maintained professionalism, and like these people are regular people. They're humans. They make mistakes just like the rest of us. I think what you're gonna hear though. Some of the loudest voices it, are going to be the people who are like, "Oh yeah, I'm with Will Smith. Like he was defending black women, and you know sometimes a motherfucker need to get slapped, yeah. right?" It's like you know I'm at the grocery store. We're having a positive conversation in in like aisle three. You know, it's like three of us, and we're talking about, "Hey, he was wrong. Um, he shouldn't have responded that way." But who are you going to hear the loudest? Is the person in the next aisle over yelling that like, and it's just one person yelling that Will is right? Yeah, I, I guess what I'm arguing is that that the amount of people who are yelling like that is disappointing to me enough to realize like, like 
Yeah, I, I guess I just I yeah. It doesn't really, disappoint me because I I know that they're going to be there. No, you know I, I, mean? I I guess what I'm trying to express is that I know that they're there, but seeing them sort of come out of the woodwork mm-hmm. sort of makes me realize like, well, shit, is, is anything ever really going to be be any better than what it is now? Because there's enough of a chunk of us. It's like thinking about how many people are like Trump supporters, right? Mm-hmm. It's like okay, it's not everybody clearly, right? But it's enough of an amount where you're just like. How are we going to make this shit work? Because if there's like 20 to 30 percent of the nation that's riding with this idiot, how are we like, what are we going to do? Are we going to put them all on a fucking boat and send yeah. them to, <laughs> to wherever? Like, like what true. are we supposed to do with that? Like, that's hey, enough people. Or is this, that's what? <laughs> listen, I got to toot my own horn about something. Yeah. Um, in the early days of doing this podcast, we would have certain segments. And one of those segments was etiquette, right? Yeah. <laughs> Strip club etiquette, cookout etiquette. And one we did was slap etiquette, right? <laughs> um, so I hope that we have arrived at a point where people put the guns down and, you know, so we ha- don't have that type of violence anymore. <laughs> and you solve problems like they no. did back in the day. Either fight, slap, or have or talk it out, but, but put the guns down. But the, the unfortunate part is we have availability, right? So it's like, sure, we can go back to the slap, but then all it takes is one person to say... All right, if you want to slap me, I'm just going to shoot you. Sure, and sure, sure. Right, we're right back. Yeah, that is true. But I hope we like, you know, have some controls there where it's like, let's just go back to slapping. Yeah. And if um if you're a fan of the Fade podcast, please, you know, go yeah, back. This is like 2018, numbers. 2019 yeah. or whatever. Uh, listen to the Slap Etiquette podcast. You know, there's a difference between front hand, back hand, open hand, close hand. There's a very <laughs> big difference. That was a close hand and firm. That was a close Um, oh, The direction yeah. was very interesting, his technique. Yeah. It was a close hand. Handed for, did you see his follow through? Yeah, it was his follow through was weird though. It was like, it, so it was he, it was oddly it? robotic. Yeah, um, but if you watch, he did a close handed slap. He um, didn't tuck the thumb. The you know the yeah, thumb the, was out. The thumb, thumb was out. Was out. Yeah, yeah. Um, he went from the upper right corner yeah. to the bottom left corner. Yeah, yeah. great technique. I applaud him for odd, nah. but but um. Fuck solid him. technique yeah. nah, I, i'm not him. i'm not advocating for it i'm not saying it's right <laughs> you just i like just i just noticed his technique fair and enough. i'm glad he went for the slap not the punch fair well not if you would have punched him i think it would have been a yeah i think, I think if, got if, if will cuffs. smith would have punched him yeah he probably would have been a very different reaction now nah, he's solidly a villain there i don't i don't think there's too well i, I don't know Th- there will be some people who say he's still in the right yeah, but i feel like yeah. most people instead of the cheers like oh my god that was crazy that was exciting like, it'll be like yo that was uh, fucked up like get this guy out of here um which is weird right like okay just because he went from uh open hand to a there, there's fist, much i, I think like again this is the slap etiquette conversation <laughs> slaps are more it's usually like they're informational it's, it's directive it's an or alert. educational it's, an alert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like hey i'm, I'm here to teach you something yeah. I'm here to show you something yeah. or I'm here to like just correct, b- correct your behavior. Well, a punch is usually just like, I'm here for violence. Yeah. I think in either case, what I'll, the two things that I'll say to button this up and I know we've been going on with this and it's due to me uh, for, for a long time. The two things I'll say to this is beware of people who are on missions. So in Will Smith's speech, he kept saying that he was on a mission that, you know, that, uh, you know, my eyes are open to the mission that God's providing for me. It's like, look, dude, we've, the world has been turned to shit with a lot of people on a lot of these Hitler was so-called on a mission. missions, you know, yeah, uh, to make things, you know, uh, uh, better, you know. Uh, and again, if his whole goal was to protect his family, good job, because now you couldn't have shined even a worse light on your, so yeah. now if, you, if the whole goal was, oh man, Jada feels bad about this alopecia thing, well, good job stopping people from talking about it. Yeah. Because now that's all anybody's going to be fucking talking about. So, 
uh, and I want to end the conversation there. We've got some trailers to get to. I really want to yeah. get to them. But I hope that I hope that this the Will Smith, you know, the Smith family quiets down a little bit. They've been a very public, very open family. Sometimes about things that are too much information like that maybe shouldn't be as public as they were like a lot of people are saying that his response to chris rock's joke was oddly violent when you look at his response to uh, his wife having an affair with august alcina it's like i'm sorry but i have to i have to acknowledge that too but, but that's that's us projecting onto will what we think like, sure yeah we don't we know don't if he know. actually had a fucking problem we don't that. know but i yeah. feel like if you know will smith is worth like 800 million dollars i'm sure if like if if he were to go fight August Alcina, that'd have been a pretty big public lawsuit, right? Um, so we don't know what his like response was when the cameras were off. Yeah. But again, it's and and we do realize that this was like in the moment, right? During the red table talk when she confessed to having the entanglement, it's not like August Alcina was in the room and yeah. he could respond right there. So we don't. But it was, again, the whole reaction just seems odd. I just hope that as a family they get together and be like, "Yo, we need to tighten our shit up. Like, let's you know." let's be better about all of this and nah, let's not make these signed, mistakes again. They, they signed far too many contracts for that. Um, the, and I, and I know that we talked about this before the podcast even, but, uh, and I'm not trying to get the last word. I just, there was this last tidbit that I wanted to get in. Um, I see this as the case of the two wills, Will Smiths. So I don't know if you remember, there was a case of the football player, uh, Will Smith, uh, who played on the new Orleans saints, um, back in, I think it was 2016, 17, somewhere around there. Um, he got into a traffic accident and ended up getting shot and killed, right? But this, to me, it's not an apples to apples sort of situation. It's kind of an apples to oranges in terms of the scenarios involved. But to me, it's the case of two scenarios, right? Where we look at Will Smith smacking, you know, uh, Chris Rock on stage as like an isolated incident. Like we don't expect fucking chris rock to go to the trunk like you know what i mean and get yeah. the tools on or anything like that right like we don't expect that but look at this other will smith who he rear-ended some uh, a, a dude i think the dude's name was uh, like cordell or something like that rear-ended him uh then proceeded to try to like drive his car off and then when they finally you know the, the other guy ran his car into back of the will smith's car and then they both got out of the car and then Will Smith was acting wild and he was like acting mad tough. And then the guy took out a gun and shot him and he died. He died that night. For what fucking reason? And the fender bender that, that happened, it wasn't that fucking serious. All he had to do was pull over. Hey, okay, let's exchange information. It's my bad, dude. Like, and keep it fucking pushing. But yeah. instead of that, because it was like, I need to have this bravado or whatever the case is with Will Smith on stage, if that if that had been like anybody else, if that had been fucking 50 Cent, then he would up there smack the shit out of. You think 50 would have just been like, Let's let that shit ride. Yeah. Fuck no. Yeah, like, you, you saw my tweet. You know, it was like, and I, I saw this. So I retweeted. It was like the next next year's Oscars host is going to be Mike Tyson. Let's see who. <laughs> let's see who responds yeah. to Mike's jokes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Yo, Mike could Mike Tyson could say dude. the most disrespectful joke Would not you've a ever heard. Person walk on not that one person on earth is going to step to Mike, exactly. even at fifty something years old. And, and, and that's not to say that like, oh my god, everybody should be as manly as Mike. We just know he's that's a bad just, man. That just knows that like somewhere in your brain. You're gauging. Can I respond? Can I take this guy? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, one of the things we missed, and to switch gears, moving yeah. on completely from the whole Will Smith, Chris Rock thing, I yeah. think some person that needs to be acknowledged is um Will Packer, who is the family uh, graduate, on, the yeah. TV and film producer who put on the Oscars event. This is the all black cast. Uh, this is the all black all black production crew yeah. that put on the Oscars. Uh, and one of the things that overshadowed, I know we were talking about the Oscars being like over and the ratings. Yeah. So again, this all black production crew put on the Oscars that drew in 
1.6 million viewers, up 58% from last year's audience of um, 10.5 million viewers. Now, the question I ask is like, those 16.16 million, like, did they come before yeah. the slap or no, after the after slap? The slap shit, um, shit increased. But either way, I got to give, um, you know, some credit to him, Will Packer, putting on this production. See, here's the thing. I, I'm willing to give kudos where kudos are due. And clearly, like, that's a, that's a huge thing for Will Packer. But I, I feel like it's it's kind of like, hey, I, I, I at times it feels like let's use this person as a shield. Right. Mm. So nobody can criticize us because we have a black person producing this show. So if you criticize the Oscars, well, you're criticizing black people. Now. Yeah. I mean, and I get that. But like, I just want to give credit where credit is right. due. Right. And instead of like, I'm going to look at the positive of it and saying, hey, this is a yeah. man who did a great job with all black. Yeah, production I'm crew. being a little doomer, but that's because yeah. I'm, I'm so hot off of the, like the responses I see to this man are just like. They're reckless, my guy. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? So it's, it's it's hard for me to kind of stick with that, but I feel what you're saying. Like, I always keep in mind the the, the the angry people, the people who are usually wrong are the loudest people. So I always like, whenever I hear someone yelling something, I'm always like, mm, I want to talk to the person who's like, you know, more calm about the thing because that person has a level head in mind. Will was calm walking on the stage. So I don't know if that's always the correct <laughs> approach. Uh, true, he was calm. Chris, put your hands up, Chris. I mean, come on. That's all I got to say. Anyway, let's move nah, on. Or you could have like, you know, you could have, what if you would have just ducked it or just like would will have come if back we, again if will would have missed the slap would he have come back again Ooh. you think he would have came back for a second time i don't think he would have came back a second time it seemed like it was like a one-time warning shot kind of Yo, thing that just know, connected like kanye said we'll never know <laughs> <laughs> perfect way to end it um yeah uh yeah crazy all right let's uh let's get to our first trailer here um so man i fucking love this show uh i didn't realize how much i love this show until like i watched because i didn't watch the fourth season immediately i didn't even watch the third season mm -hmm. i just watched the third season recently um of ozark and watching it just reignited my love uh for the show uh because at first i was just like ah it's a it's a depressing show to like get into um you can get. I mean, real. the show begins with infidelity in this family having to run <laughs> immediately, like, like yeah. off rip. Like if you're if you're a husband and wife and you guys are going through a tough time in your marriage, <laughs> you turn this on and you like watch me. episode one of the Ozarks. Yeah, the divorce is final. <laughs> yeah. Like especially if you're dealing with infidelity in your marriage, yeah. and you watch episode one of the Ozarks. Yikes! That's just Good that's an open wound, <laughs> and you just put salt in it. So look, we're we're talking about Ozarks, uh, the trailer for the season four part two uh so it's like the final few episodes in season four uh so for those who don't know uh, ozarks is about a financial advisor who drags his family from chicago to the missouri ozarks uh where he must launder money to appease a drug boss uh turns out the drug bosses are kind of like it's kind of like uh fucking whack-a-mole right you knock off one 20 more pop up it of course like for the birds yeah <laughs> uh but this show was created by bill uh uh Dubuque, I believe that's how you pronounce it. Maybe, maybe not. Uh, Mark Williams, uh, multiple writers, of course, uh, starring Jason Bateman, uh, Laura Lindley, um, Julie Garner, Julia Garner, who's she? She just recently started her own production company. She got a first look deal. I forget where though. I forget where she got. Maybe it was with HBO. I don't know. I forget where she got her first look deal. But either way, man, she's 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 coming up. She just she's doing a thing. Uh, Inventing Anna, Inventing Anna, which I'm watching currently. Yeah, um, very good. I'm enjoying yeah. it. It's like interesting. Like, uh, and I watched the interview of hers. Like, she talks that she said that like she gravitates towards roles where she puts on an accent. So her character here, Ruth Langmore, accent, Inventing Anna, know, dude, that, accent, that accent is annoying after a while. And Inventing like, Anna, 
no, no, no. Uh, in uh, the Ozarks. Yeah, but like, like, I don't give a fuck about nothing. The fuck, fuck. I mean, it's just, everything's just, it's just like, yeah. Okay, I get but, it. But it's I like, it. you know what? Like, once you get past it, like, once you get like into the show, you're like, it fits. If it's her character, like her whole vibe just, and her tone. If, but it, it just feels like she's in a constant state of pissed offness, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, which I feel like after like. But that's her. And they did yeah, mix and it that's up. They, her they, character, they, they which is great. Mixed it up mm-hmm. in more in the more in the third season, and then obviously in the fourth. Wait season. till you watch Inventing Anna. You're gonna be like, it's a huge switch. No, I've I've seen I've seen you seen it. Okay. I, I haven't seen the episodes, but like, uh, so my girlfriend was watching it, and I just kind of tuned in for a little the bit. The whole of it. like, what is it like Welsh? No, not Welsh. It's more like I don't know, dude. I, Swedish kind of. What are you wearing? Like that type of thing. I was like, oh shit! I, gotta get, <laughs> I had to get used to it after the you know for the first yeah, episode. After watching her as Ruth. Lundin. Yeah, but let's jump into this trailer uh, here. Yeah, yeah. So this premieres on uh, the fourth season, or the second parts of the fourth season is going to premiere on April 29th, of course, of this year. Yeah. Let's uh, wait no further. I'm just sick of having blood on my hands, Wendy. It doesn't bother you. You're so desperate to be the good guy. She's lost her whole family because she met us. Why do you choose everyone else over your family? Don't back out on me when we're almost done. Don't do that to me. Bobby dies. Everything that we work for just falls apart. Welcome to my fucking world. Shit. Wendy. I'm scared. Oh mama, I'm in fear for my life from the law. We're in a lot of danger. That's your choice. You're just another criminal to me now. I can go to Mexico and reestablish your control. You really think everything you do is to protect your family? suggested this life we we chose this together you were a good salesman the trailer alone so much there yeah I, i love how they didn't hide where she Ruth kills uh, Javi or whatever. Yeah. Now, granted, we is. don't know if he dies. Yeah, we, don't, we just we see don't him know. get shot. But well, she did pop him three times. We also don't even know if that's like real. Like maybe she was dreaming or some shit. I don't Ma- maybe. Know. Yeah, maybe it was a dream. It didn't seem like it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Listen, he, I, it looks and she looked like she. I, I think I counted like three or four shots. Yeah. She, right, so she, unless she he lives and he up. you know drops an album, get, get, get rich or die trying or some shit like that. Many men. Many men. But um. <clears throat> yeah man that trailer um that shit was live dude i love oh, how they're back goodness. in chicago kind of like where they started yeah um but the interesting thing here is what they found in the ozarks they brought back to chicago and i yeah. love that like tone yeah. you see ruth is in chicago ruth is you know they bulldoze the the trailers right so clearly she's like 
um, moving on from a part of her life, and she's either accepting who she has become, yeah, or I, she's like becoming something else. I think that's what I love about the show is that it's really complex. Like it, it's kind of simple on the surface a little bit, but it's also kind of complex in terms of motivations. Mm-hmm. Like, so you take look at somebody like Ruth, and you're like, you feel sorry for her because yeah, she probably wouldn't have gotten to do all this shit if she met if she hadn't met the birds. But also, kind of every step of the way, she was like, Nah, let me do this shit. You know what I mean? Like. It wasn't like Marty had a gun to her yeah. head and was like. She never really Yo. said no. You know, like, and she there was many times she probably could have, or like that she could have even like walked away. Yeah, because even, even when Marty tried to like tell her like, "Hey, like get out, get out now while you can," she she, she went, to, went she went to the uh she to got the snail, the, the, the boy snail, yeah then she went to the snails and then like when she started working with the snails then she started working with the, um uh, and with, that's really what 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 got her uh her her cousin. I think it was uh, Wyatt. Wyatt. Yeah. yeah, that's what got Wyatt killed. Right? Is because um, they decided to continue with the uh, the the hoppy shit. Now, gr- yes, that is true. Um, but she, she I what feel I'm like Darlene is, and him would have ended up yeah, dead anyway. Nah, Darlene was, <laughs> Darlene spazzing, was dude. she shot dude's dick yo, off. Talk about toxic relationships, yo. That that was one where yeah. it was like it was hard to watch, man. Because it was like, all right, like look, I knew Darlene had it coming because like her husband. Uh, I forget his name. Um, yeah, where she she murked him. Yeah, well, he realized that like you know she they they got to speak. This Mexican cartel, they're bigger, they're meaner, they got more guns, they got more money, they're more powerful. They got us beat. Just accept it and like let's be happy with no, what she's we unstable, have. Dude. And Darlene was like, no, we are gonna t- like this is our land. We're gonna take them down. We're gonna fight back. Yo, and then she just killed the dude from the KC mob. Like it was just like, um, well, she shot his dick off. And then I think he I, I'd consider him pretty much like I don't think I'm going to get shot in the dick and then just like roll yeah. out afterwards. No, you can't I'm, shoot, dead. Can't shoot I'm dead. Can't shoot Tommy Egan's dick <laughs> off. Um, no, no, no. Oh, not him. I'm talking about her uh, the, the dad. Yeah. So uh, Frank Cosgrove. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So she shot his son's dick off. She killed Frank Cosgrove. Um, and then she, now granted, it's not the uh, the Casey mob who killed. No, them. no, it's, no, it's not. But I guess what I'm saying is. She but she was so many reckless things. so much like, violence. Yeah. Like, what are you like? There is no calculation here. There is no hey, like let's take a measured approach. It's just all fucking. What is it? Uh, what is the term? All gas, no bricks. Yeah, is <laughs> essentially what she was. But anyways, I don't want to go too far deep into this. Uh, Ozarks, great show, depressing show. It's, I feel I feel like I've been watching um, Breaking Bad, and obviously mm-hmm. there's a lot of parallels between Breaking Bad and Ozarks. But I just I come away with still just like the depressed feeling of just like. Just make better choices, guys. Like, yeah. just at any point here, just make a better fucking choice. Every time you're just about to get out, you're like, nah. Yeah, roll some it the, again. Some like, of the worst kids, man. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh god. Um, In the beginning, well, who's the Charlotte, daughter again? Charlotte. Charlotte was. Charlotte. Oh my god, I she hated was terrible her. At the beginning, she she. Now she's like accepted the but, family but, business. She's helping. Nah, look, I can't blame the son, dude. When you think about that, think about that shit. Growing up as a kid, right? Mm-hmm. As as you as you're being growing up through your formative years. And you know how we all grow up and just realize our parents, even if they, bless their hearts, I lo- love my, at least, complicated issue, but I love my mom. Um, I was going to say something else that wasn't directed at all towards my mom. It was towards another. <laughs> Anyways, um, you grow up, but you realize your parents are people. Yeah. And that realization sort of is like, it hurts a lot because you're just like, 
oh man, I, I, I thought you could do no wrong. And now I realize, oh, you kind of do wrong just as much as yeah. <laughs> everybody else. You know? I don't know. I feel like, what's the son's name again? His name's, um, oh, fucking, uh, I fucking forget. Uh, I can pull it Jonah. 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 Yeah. I feel like Jonah, like he's rebelling a bit, but he's doing it in a way. It's like, it's one thing to rebel because your parents like start to put more restrictions on you. Like, Oh, you got to be home by nine o'clock. You got to dress a certain way. Like you, you can't experiment with like alcohol or whatever. And and, and you rebel. Like, you get, you're going to go to college and become a doctor. And you're like, no, fuck that. I'm going to become a, uh, I'm going to direct a movie. You know I mean? Fucking, I'm going to, I'm going to be the actor or musician or whatever. Right. Mm. Um, he's rebelling in a way that's very dangerous. But, and that's like putting but, his family in danger. But that's why I said during the formative years, because they introduce that amount of danger where it becomes normalized to him. Now, that is to true. him, it's just like playing a game, right? Like it's it's like it's real, but it's also not real, right? Like yeah. The stakes are are clearly high. Like where you and me, we like, oh, what the fuck's going on here? Yeah. I, just keep me safe, whatever the fuck happens. But because that's how they sort of have have. Uh, uh, sort but of, I think he's been he's seen many times that like. You know the whole like oh this is this real or is this fake like he's seen many many times this shit is real as fuck he no, no. saw his parents but I'm saying that's burn a sheriff's it, body it, it desensitizes him to it yeah. you know what I mean it's what makes it it's what makes it become a game you know what I mean like if you just see that after never seeing something like that to you you're shook like what the fuck is going yeah. on but if you see that about four or five times you're like okay well this is a little bit par for the course here yeah like, <laughs> at this point fuck Joni. he needs to get his shit together family's in danger nah, I, look, tighten I, up I, son i'm also like yo you need to get shape up or ship out but i'm also like i understand where he's coming from that you've seen your parents do a lot of fucked up shit especially to you shown blatant disregard for <laughs> you and your safety yeah. so i think i don't blame him but i'm also like god damn it get it together we're, yeah, yeah. we're almost at the finish line anyways Cool. Yeah, so we got another trailer coming up do. here. Um, another another couple minutes. Uh, Top Gun Maverick. Yeah, trailer. you said you you didn't you hadn't watched Top Gun before, right? I have not. Yeah, I've I, I I watched it when I was a kid, but I don't remember that well. I watched it actually earlier today. Uh, I'll be fucking honest with you here. I'm gonna level with you here. Don't see what the hubbub is. I I don't see why everybody makes it such a big. I feel thing. like I've I guess seen enough about Top Gun yeah. and I've heard enough about it that I'm like, okay, sure. You know, when it came out, I'm sure it was like a great movie. A lot of people loved it. Um, maybe this trailer will like uh, inspire me to watch the first one. But like, yeah, to to, to your point, I don't. Like, yeah, I, I I guess I can see that. Like, what's so 19, special? What's so good about it? The 1980s machismo, like you know some guys especially white guys doing some really dope shit you know yeah. flying uh, jets riding motorcycles, motorcycles and shit it's it's the quintessential of that right um but as far as like the story goes it's like i okay like i don't yeah i don't get the 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 the, the but i guess it's a tom cruise movie too so like a decent amount of his movies i don't think the aim is necessarily to be like this great story that you're supposed to like chew on for a while no, he's only had a few make of those. tom look as cool as fucking possible there's always a motorcycle involved oh uh, he's he always, i think it's in his contract he has to like run they have to have him running for at least a mile in the film yeah. and he has to ride a motorcycle I don't think I and they have to shoot him from the ground movie. up no, oh, he's gonna I, I saw him gonna play run. volleyball so maybe that kind of counts as yeah him he's gonna running. run uh the only movie of his that i thought was like a okay this is a thinker is a uh, vanilla sky that's the only one not the only one but that's like the main one where I'm like, okay, there's not really like much action here. And yeah, I think he ran in that movie. He definitely ran because there was a time. Oh, he, he definitely like, on the street. Yeah, 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 yeah he was running yeah, in that yeah. movie. Yeah. <laughs> no motorcycles. Though. I don't think there was a motorcycle. Uh, but anyways, uh, Top Gun's uh, Maverick uh, is coming out 
uh, in May. Uh, so after more than 30 years of service as one of the Navy's top aviators, Pete Mitchell, also known as Maverick, uh, is where he belongs, pushing the envelope as a courageous test pilot and dodging the advancement uh, in rank that uh, would ground him. This is directed by Joseph uh, Kaczynski, uh, multiple writers, uh, obviously starring Tom Cruise, uh, also Jennifer Conley, uh, which is kind of fucked up. They So his love interest in the original movie, they like replaced and one would think uh, is because she seems like she gained like a Yo, lot of weight. she is not, no, this may be an insult, no, don't, so don't, I'm don't, sorry don't. if yeah, I'm... Yeah, just shy away, uh, shy away from it. They've aged in different directions. Well, Tom Cruise is a fucking mutant, so I don't True. really consider him... Greatest <laughs> di- blood transfusions, <laughs> um, yeah, skin I, multiple grafts. Multiple surgeries, like look at his face. His yeah. face looks all weird and Eats shit now. children's now. souls, like yeah. he's doing something. <laughs> and the, no, no, uh, the but, other actress who starred in this film... Yeah, uh, but I, I also do... I kind of think it's kind of fucked up, because it's like there's ways you can do it... That, like. I always opt, I would always try to opt for running into the reality of shit. Like, you know what I mean? So if it's been 30 fucking years since, of course, everybody's going to fucking look different. Tom Cruise is the weirdo for not. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Uh, so anyways, uh, Jennifer Conley. Uh, so I guess they were basically replaced her with Jennifer Conley. Uh, Val Kilmer. I don't know if he's in it in it. I guess we'll see in the trailer, but I'm suspecting that because of his, I think uh, he had a, he had a cancer of some sort. Yeah. I know he had something. Hmm. He, he, I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't hear that's yeah. Tom uh, Cruise being sick news. Yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, Miles Teller is also in this, um, and is due out May 27th of this year. I'm actually really excited to see this or see the trailer at least. Uh, let's watch it. Top Gun Maverick trailer. Here we go. In three, two, one. What do we have here? Yeah, here I thought we were special. Fellas, this here's Bagman. Hangman. Whatever. What the hell kind of mission is this? Everyone here is the best there is. Who the hell are they gonna get to teach us? Captain Pete Maverick Mitchell. Let me be perfectly blunt. You are not my first choice. You are here at the request of Admiral Kazansky, AKA Iceman. He seems to think that you have something left to offer the Navy. What that is, I can't imagine. With all due respect, sir, I'm not a teacher. Just want to manage the expectations. What the hell? Good morning, aviators. This is your captain speaking. And we're off. Here we go. In three, two, one. We're going into combat on a level no living pilot's ever seen. Not even him. You think up there you're dead. Believe me. My dad believed in you. I'm not gonna make the same mistake. Someone's not coming back from this. Those are your pilots. Anything happens to them. You'll never forgive yourself. No turning back now. Come on! 
The action and the intensity looks there. Like I'm sure, like all of the flying jet scenes, you know, they probably put that in the trailer. Mm -hmm. um, I haven't seen the first one. Did this trailer look good enough to maybe, maybe, inspire me to go back and watch the original? I don't know. It's gonna be a game day decision. It's gonna be like it's <laughs> the movie comes out tomorrow. It's gonna be like oh, the movie drops on Sunday, Friday night. It depends on if I can't find anything else to watch. I may go back and watch. Yeah, go back Top and watch. Gun. Go what, back and watch. Top what Gun. is it on? Um, probably HBO or some shit like that. I think it might have been on Netflix, my dude. Really? Okay. I think so. I'm sure. Like wherever it, the original Top Gun is at, is yeah. is going to be like promoted and marketed. It's going to be like one of the headline title cover titles on whatever streaming service you you may have. So maybe I I don't know. It's 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 really old movies. I don't know if they necessarily are going to like promote it like that. Uh, but. Whenever, whenever, like a, the more recent version of like an old movie is coming up, it's always featured. Like if you if you're a streaming service and you have that content, well, and this, like this is just coming out in theaters. So yeah, I don't think that. So like, like but if you're a streaming to... service and you have the original, oh. you have the licenses for the sure. original Top Gun to not promote that at the, at the top would be silly of you. You mean like a, of the uh, like the page like so? Like, yeah, like the cover pages, like yeah. you know, feature now top selections. Like yeah. here's what's popular on Netflix, so on. So yeah. On. Uh, yeah, this, uh, the trailer looked interesting. I just hope that they give it a bit more of a, uh, again, and I, maybe I should go back and watch it again. I, I'd be perfectly willing to, you know, for somebody to call me an asshole for this, but I didn't find the story of the first Top Gun terribly engaging. Um, like, so for instance, the dude was talking, oh, I, if you're going to watch the movie, then I'll let you see that. But basically like they had something like the main sort of climax of the movie um, the thing happens and it happens like kind of quickly and I'm just like this was like the the this is a weird you guys structure this in a fucking weird way like I don't I don't think I can it's not having the effect on me that you want it to have yeah anyways uh, I thought that the trailer itself was interesting there's a lot of energy there uh, Tom Cruise just Tom Cruise being Tom Cruise this movie is been this is like Jack Reacher forever. learn how to fly basically yeah <laughs> <laughs> like, um, I, I, I like Jack Reacher you know nothing wrong with Jack Reacher but um I I couldn't care less you know Jack Meg Reacher. Ryan was the in, the in the original Top yeah, Gun she was. yeah really yeah I watched it literally Jennifer Anderson is somewhere like the days of Meg Ryan remember that I don't think she's mad at all I don't think she's mad at how that <laughs> no, no, turned no. out yeah. remember Jennifer Anderson was like oh I I, I long for the oh, days yeah. of Meg Ryan yeah. <laughs> Yeah, she's like, like they Meg didn't. Ryan movies. Meg like, Ryan isn't gonna be in the new Top Gun. <laughs> yeah. How dare they? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. She's actually not in it for very long. She's she's uh, she has a sort of a small part, but um, yeah, I don't know. Whatever. Top Gun um, looks okay. Uh, I based off of the first one, I'm not like I, I'm not like deeply interested in this, but I'm interested enough where. It could be cool to revisit like, that. Who was the guess. actress in the original Top Gun? Like, I went back and I watched. Yeah, I mean, basically Val Kilmer and Tom Cruise are like the main people that we know from that. Yeah, but I went back. I'm, I'm checking IMDb. I guess her name is Kelly Gillis. Kelly McGillis. Oh, you're talking about the, the, the woman. Yeah. Okay. okay, so this is her. Um, yeah, you know what's crazy? Um, no, never mind. 
I was, I, I was like trying to figure out like um, they're like the age, right? Of like why they recast. She seemed like she's older. She was much older. Yeah. So uh, Jennifer Connelly was born in 1970. She was born in 1957. Oh, so yeah, I'm talking about from Tom Cruise is what I'm saying. Like at the oh. time that they made a movie, I felt like she was like an older because I think that's how her character was sort of like portrayed was this older person than uh, than what Tom. Cruise Yeah. Was. How old is Tom Cruise? Like he's probably old as old as, as like he's like 60, I think. I'm going to find out right now. Before we move on, I got to find this. Shit. I got to see when Tom Cruise was born. So Jennifer Connelly in 1970, uh, Kelly McGillis, 1957. Tom Cruise was born in 1962. Yeah. Okay. So they're not that that far apart in age. It's a few years. Yeah. Jennifer Connelly's, well, she's eight years younger than, than, than Tom Kelly. Cruise. Okay. Than Tom Cruise. But she is a lot younger <laughs> than Kelly McGillis. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess what I'm trying to say is like, I don't know. That's just Hollywood being Hollywood. Yeah. It's like, it's like, oh, I mean, yeah, they're always going to. If a person actually ages and looks like a fucking yeah. human being, nah, get them you know, the fuck you, out of you, here. You've <laughs> seen it a hundred times. Like, oh, a new movie coming out, Adam Sandler's with Salma Hayek. Like, <laughs> no, come on. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's move on super quick because uh, we got to get these rest of these. I'm trying to get these under the clock here. We're yeah, let's spend a couple minutes on each of these. Yeah. yeah. Um, look, man. Um, <laughs> yo, this guy. Uh, so, look. Hollywood's an interesting place, right? In that, oh, whoops, that's not the one I want. There we go. Um, Hollywood's an interesting, interesting place in that a lot of times they'll just go based off of how much the outrage is at whatever is happening. So when Ezra Miller, uh, this was like a couple of years ago, this was back in 2020, I think. Uh, Ezra Miller, uh, reports came out that he choked uh, a person, uh, a woman, actually. Uh, and honestly, after looking at the video, it wasn't like, he like, Look, it's bad. Okay, I'm not yeah, gonna. Yeah, I'm not gonna try it, to justify it here, but it wasn't like when we say it's a joke. Like he didn't like. He wasn't full on like Dennis Rodman. Uh, who did Dennis Rodman joke? Or who, who, who's a basketball player? Um, Charles Sprewell. Yeah, he yeah. Didn't Charles Sprewell. It wasn't like it was, Ron Artest, Malice in the Palace <laughs> yeah. joke. You know what I mean? I mean, he was no, it, undoubtedly. He was wild. I'm not trying, and I'm not. I'm not even trying to justify him at all we, we are not trying to justify no. violence against women no, no, not even what we're trying to women. clarify is like if this was a a you know a, a choke choke or just like a i'm grabbing your neck yeah it was like a weird sort of like kind of takedown situation mm-hmm. but it was also kind of just drunken slot like i don't i don't know what the fuck he was doing but either way he it was violence towards yeah him, yeah okay? so here's the excerpt from that right this yeah. isn't the first time miller's been accused of violence at uh being violent behavior at a bar yeah. in 2020 a viral video appeared of um that showed the 29 year old choking a woman yeah. throwing her to the right? ground at a yeah. bar yo in like rejenyak iceland yeah um so uh so that happened and n- nobody were, like really sort of like reacted to it it was kind of like oh that was weird and then everybody just kind of like moved on from it. Yeah. But also the studio was real quick to be like, eh, what are you guys talking about? Who's Ezra Miller first off? <laughs> like, like, let's just let him go away for a while and then we can finish the flash and then, you know, proceed. Yeah. Uh, but then um, this past week, a couple different reports came out. So the first one is that he basically was at a karaoke bar spazzing the fuck out on people, basically yelling at people and shit. And then come to find out he was bailed out of jail by now why he needed to be bailed out of jail. Do you, you need, I've never uh, been on either side of that equation. Like, do you need to bail somebody out or can you just bail yourself out? Um, I think you need to have someone come and bail you out. Um, You know, it could be like your parents, brother, sister, attorney, but like, I don't think you can post your own bail or bond. Weird. 
Um, you're in jail. You can't just be like, yo, I want to get out of here. Isn't that basically what you're doing if you have your like your lawyer come through? Uh, but you have to have a representative. Like they, they will not release you from jail on your matter? own. That court. person could be worse than you. Right? It's like you know, releasing <laughs> someone from like a mental institution because they want to get out. It's like no jail, mental institution. Like someone has to be like responsible for you. Who's, Wait, like, so if you, you do something thereafter, then that person's responsible for that? Then, um, so like they're on the hook for the bail money, right? So like let's yeah. say let's say your bail bond is set at ten thousand dollars. Generally, you have to pay 10% of that. So 10% of 10000 is $1,000. So, so I would come to the jail with $1,000, bail you out. Um, I don't know if I'm on the hook for the remaining balance or if you're on the hook for the remaining balance, but I'm posting your initial 10%. Well, I actually think it's you're on the hook for the remaining balance. Yeah, I don't like the person who got locked up. Yeah, so like right. you, like you're... We're, we're yeah, too much yeah. yeah. <laughs> true. Um, <laughs> so, so... Call Baltimore uh, Bail Bonds if you have any more <laughs> questions. <laughs> So, uh, so he gets bailed out of jail. Apparently, he was staying with a couple for some reason in Hawaii uh, that he just met like the week earlier, mm. and he was staying with them, and they posted his bail, and then he proceeds to then threaten their life. Really? And then stole, I guess, their wallet, passport, some other shit. Holy shit. Now, look. There are some who would say that, oh, because we ignored that earlier incident, that that pre- let it be okay that Ezra Miller would do this then and, you know. Yeah, and, and, and just to clarify it. what that earlier incident was, he became agitated while patrons at a bar began singing yeah, karaoke. Yeah, we're, we're, see, we're seeing it, uh, there's, it's, it's, if you're watching this on YouTube or anywhere else for that matter, uh, we're going to see it on screen here in a sec. Uh, so basically, I guess... And it looked like the woman was just kind of like playfully playing with him and he just wasn't going for it. And he just like kind of grabs her by the neck, but really just kind of throws her down a bit. Like you see how like kind of slow and yeah, he like Like, grabs her. He like he like guides her down. Yeah, it's like she's like she clearly wouldn't have fell if he wouldn't have did anything. But it's just like it, it ha- it's happened so weirdly that it's just like Ezra, what what the fuck are you doing? Just yeah, stop! <laughs> like you're not. It doesn't it doesn't look like he's trying to hurt her, but at the same time, it's just like why do you have your hands on her at all? Like what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Um, but anyways, uh, I think there is a bit of entitlement here in this whole thing, right? Because it said yes. He, so he was a he was yes. drunk at a bar. He was like swearing, and this is in Hilo, um, Hawaii. Um, he started swearing at some of the patrons at the bar. Uh, he disrupted a woman's karaoke set and lunged at a man playing darts. So he became agitated. I guess they were singing karaoke. He wasn't liking it. And he felt as though he's probably like, I'm, you know, this actor. I'm this celebrity. I'm rich. Whatever his entitled, whatever his justification for his well, entitlement I, I, was. I think, I think weirdly enough, I think it, it might kind of be the opposite where or look, I don't know what the fuck his mental state is. But what it strikes me as is somebody who, whether he's an actor or not has some mental issues, has some mental health issues that, and actually I think he goes by they, they, uh, them, yeah. for the pronouns, but, um, but Ezra Miller, uh, they have some issues to fucking work out. Yeah. Um, and clearly isn't like when you're staying with people randomly in Hawaii, you're an actor who clearly is getting paid. Look, I don't know what his fucking pocket or what their pocket looks like, but He's done like two movies. I think he's appeared as Flash in two you're, films. You're and about he has to be a, in a Hollywood blockbuster. He has movie. a standalone film coming. I imagine he's I not living paycheck to paycheck. Yeah, I don't think you're hurting too, too bad right now. But when you're staying with people 
and then they help you and then you threaten their life, that means you're, you're out of control. Something's yeah. going on there where you're not, something isn't quite right in this. Uh, and it, and it's, it's, it's interesting, right? That I feel like the studio's response is, yo, we just need to get this fucking movie out and then we can kind of just be done with them because we're going to open up the multiverse so we'll just be like, I don't know. Yeah. After all of this, I feel like there's no way he reappears as cast or as Flash beyond this movie because it's like, while he's a very good actor, I feel like you can replace him and it's not like, it, was, it wouldn't be like replacing Wonder Woman. Like if they replace... Uh, um, I don't know. Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman, that's huge. They replace Ezra Miller as Flash. I think that just that's purely dependent on how big Flash is. We don't know. True. I mean, if they do it right now, like let's say this standalone movie was coming in based off of like what we've seen so far from Ezra Miller, mm-hmm. and like they announced the movie but they hadn't started production, and then this happens, I feel like they replace him. They do Flash with somebody else. But that's kind of what happened, and they just kind of still proceeded with it like back when that first incident mm-hmm. happened well yeah like, first incident all right you know dude you're wild and like you know shit. but like second incident like we gotta cut ties with you unless they've already started filming oh um, the flash yeah no flash is done it's coming out this year yeah i know what i'm saying yeah. is if they hadn't started production oh, on yeah, yeah. the standalone flash yet out, and yeah. the second incident happened i feel like they would nix him let's cast maybe. recast somebody else and do the maybe film. i think there's tons of shit that goes on in hollywood all the time that we don't necessarily hear about like this because this is very very obvious and yeah very public and very blunt but i there's tons of shit that happen that happens in hollywood all the time that we just don't that just never sees the light of day yeah um but it's shit like this of like somebody doing something heinous or crazy and then they're just like i don't know clean that shit up and then yeah we'll pretend like this all didn't happen i i, I truly do feel like it's just about public awareness mm-hmm. it's about how aware is the public of this and how outraged is the public about this if there's a lot of people that aren't making a big deal about this whole situation with Ezra Miller, then I don't think that they're, they yeah, like, would feel yeah. any sort of obligation. He's got to be somewhere anything. like, yo, thank God Will Smith slapped Chris <laughs> Rock because otherwise I would have been the talk of the town. Now, yeah, that is perfect time. Yeah, now the lie, heat yeah. is off me. This is probably going to get swept under the rug. It's not going to be like front page news. It's going to be like, you know, yahoo.com headline but like the fifth one down yeah um you know i don't really have much to say about this um and i want to get you know want to address one other story and then wrap this thing up um i do think that so two things going here right either he's having like a mental health issue or they i guess if you we want to they him they They, them them yeah yeah. um they them is having a mental health issue and that needs to be addressed by the people around him who love him and care about him. Mm-hmm. Um, or he's just an asshole. Because what I feel like we're so quick to do mm-hmm. is when someone does something crazy, you know, we just, oh, mental health, mental health, mental health, right? Like, mm-hmm. I'm glad we're at the point where we're recognizing people do have mental health issues and it's not like this isolated thing that only a few people deal with. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, the some rich you know millionaire could have mental health issues and the person who's working at starbucks who's getting paid minimum wage may have mental health issues too right Mm -hmm. it's not like a selective thing it's not racial it's not demographic it's not geographic all that stuff right um so either it is that or he's just a fucking asshole and he just needs to be reprimanded He, he needs to like you know his celebrity should not impact the consequences of his actions well so i'm i'm riding with you it, with the exception of everything in its totality. And the reason why I say that is because 
it's different if he's just at a bar and he just gets uh they, they just get into uh a, a scuffle with somebody or something like that or just yells obscenities or something like we've seen this happen like with um uh i keep wanting to say Topher grace that's not Topher grace uh shia LaBeouf. Brown, shia labeouf no, no, yeah. shia LaBeouf, right where shia labeouf was just like sometimes i just think you're being an asshole dude just like chill the fuck out right but with ezra miller it really does feel like there's like you're saying with people in hawaii for some reason they're posting your bail you don't have anybody else to like hit up and be like yo i need you to post my bail like just this random couple that you just met last week that strikes me as something else is going on like you're you got a lot of like there's there's other things going on here outside of you just being a dick you might very well just be a dick right yeah like you might very well just might be just an, uh, a jerk of a person but also there actually might be something because it's like th- these aren't the moves of somebody who's m- like making coherent like yeah like you know if he didn't moves. do anything crazy we wouldn't like really think twice about it right let's say it was just a regular night same every all of the same circumstances right but and but he didn't wild out at the bar then we wouldn't be like oh he's just like uh you know he lives you know he's a free no, living still, guy no, you, you would still find it weird i mean andre 3000 be walking around atlanta playing a flute you know sitting on the ground like you could just people have seen andre 3000 many many times just walking around playing a flute sitting in the park on yeah, a bench and I wouldn't say on that the that's bus not weird. <laughs> um, see like i look at that and i'm just like yo this dude is like you know, he's happy he's he's doing him like i don't think he's like going through any mental health issues but like the one no time, but 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 well, that's it, why I said everything in its totality. Yeah, yeah. So in this case, I guess it's the second time. I'm looking at this and I'm like, I feel like this dude might just be a dickhead. He might just have a little, uh, you know, sense of entitlement here. Um, like, you know, he probably just like he probably forces people to not necessarily force him to pay his bond, but just be like, yo, oh, you pay my bond. What an obligation. If somebody is sta- random person now is staying with you for a week, and if you're if you're a millionaire up, and you say, hey, pay my thousand dollar bond, I'll give you fifty thousand back. I'm gonna be like, sure. You think that's what? What's said though? I mean, even if it was like you pay my thousand dollar bond, I'll give you ten thousand back, or, or I'll I'll pay you back in some way. I feel like if they, it were they, just they also stole the wallet, and <laughs> so yeah. that leads me to believe like again, well, like cool. Now we got a lawsuit, so we might <laughs> yeah. we might get even more. I don't. Know, yeah, I'm just saying. Know. I think he's just a dick, um, and he's just there's a it seems like a feels like a sense of entitlement here. Okay, if he, if he does have mental health issues, I hope the people around him recognize that and help him out. Um, so really quickly, I do want to get to this uh, last story because I got to get the fuck out of here. Yeah, I got you. I got you. Um, so um, the beloved Bruce Willis, um, I mean, he's done like 500 movies. Ah. Uh, not all of them good. Most of them not good. Uh, but I mean, let's be real. Bruce Willis is a, uh, you know, it's hard not to like Bruce Willis. He's just, yeah, he, he's it, done enough good yeah. movies where you're just like, I like Die well, Hard, one of the greatest movies of all time. Yippee Kaye, like motherfucker. He seems like a good guy. He seems like a chill dude. Like, yeah. It doesn't seem like he's terribly, like, you know, it doesn't seem like he, he sniffs his ass too much, you know? So to hear that he's retiring from acting, again, as you mentioned, like, look, in, in, in some of these later years, not going to lie, wasn't really checking for too many Bruce Willis movies, but he has produced enough great content that you have to say well fuck man that sucks that 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 you can't end your career the way that you want to end your career yeah that you're forced to end your career essentially and so he has a uh, a medical condition called um aphasia, I believe aphasia yeah i believe which basically is a language disorder that uh causes the uh or 
it's a brain damage that affects a person's ability to communicate, which is that's man. And I'm, I'm telling you, man, we just watched uh, my man Scott Hall die, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and a lot of these people that we look not necessarily up to, but like that, <laughs> that we've you, grown up with that we've grown up with, you know, um, <clears throat> A lot of them are coming up on the time where there's going to be some complications. There's going to be like, look, you know, Schwarzenegger's getting up there. Stallone's getting up there. Brando. I mean, not Brando. Um, Scorsese. Clint Eastwood, he's been up there. No, Clint Eastwood is a walking corpse. Right? There's, <laughs> there's just that dude is. Yeah. The, whatever fucking zombie apocalypse we're afraid of. I'm pretty sure he's patient. zero. Yeah. The one thing out of this story that I'm happy to hear is that like, you know, and, and granted, to be honest, I don't know how long ago that they were aware of this thing. Yeah. It, could, it could have been like he got diagnosed three years ago, and yeah. but like he's, it, they're just now starting to see these symptoms and effects of it. Um, but I'm happy that like you know, at least I hope that his family is like, hey, take a step back from acting. Let's focus on your health. Let's prioritize your health. We'll, you know, don't be on set for six months anymore. Like, let's focus on you. You've done enough work. It is okay, and it's time to step back. Um, and I hope that he. Um, you know, I, I hope that this thing does not impact his health and his mind, and his brain as much as, uh, you know, as much as I'm sure it, it has impacted others. I, I, I would, and I would hope this for anybody that this thing does not end up taking them too soon or destroying their mind. Because, and, and what aphasia is, as far as I understand, it is like it is the um, connection between like the brain and like your um, your motor functions that like allow you to think a thought and then speak it through. Right? There's a disconnect there somewhere. Um, so in some cases the brain still functions, the person can like write messages out, they can type, they can still communicate in other ways, um, but they cannot verbalize their thoughts at times. So I hope that he keeps his mind. I hope that he keeps his, um, his thoughts and his emotions and he can like continue to show love and affection to his family. Um, and it doesn't destroy his mind that much. Yeah. We can only hope, man. Um, that sucks, uh, both for him and his family. Um, and then to, to see somebody that, uh, you love and care about kind of go through something like that uh, as well as to be the person to go through something like that. Um, I don't wish that on anybody. Yeah. Uh, and so, you know, uh, well wishes to Bruce Willis and, and, and his family. Um, what's your, what's your, in honor of that, what's your favorite uh, Bruce Willis? You know what it is. Die Hard. Die Hard. Yeah. I'm going to go with Die Hard too, except for not the original Die Hard. Although classic, hands down classic. But I would always maintain one of the hardest sequels, hard at nigh, one of the hardest movies of all time, Die Hard with a Vengeance. Oh, yeah. Highly underrated movie. Very Samuel underrated. Samuel Jackson, great movie. I, I've always maintained that I, I kind of might like that better than the original. The original is a classic, is, has yeah. to be kind of on the Mount Rushmore of movies uh, if there is such a thing. Um, but... Die Hard with the Vengeance is a great fucking movie. It might be my favorite Bruce Willis movie. Yeah, I mean, Die Hard with the Vengeance. We got Mercury Rise. Oh, I'm, Tears of the Sun is my second movie. favorite Bruce Willis movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, <gasps> the Last Boy Scout. Last Boy Scout. Oh, what a good movie. Yeah, Him man. And Damon Wayans. Yeah, yeah, yeah listen, yeah. we he's got he's got some fucking classic films under his belt. Um, so like you know, Sixth Sense. Pulp Fiction. Uh, you're right. Die Hard with the Vengeance, Twelve Monkeys, or not Twelve Monkeys? Yeah, Twelve Monkeys. He was in that. Yeah, well, I mean, he was in it. But I'm not gonna yeah. say it was a great, great movie. Really? Um, yeah. Armageddon. I would not. The Jackal. Remember the Jackal? Great movie. The the Jackal. Do you remember? The, the Jackal, jackal yeah. was dope. Who was the other person starring with him in the Jackal? Um, Jack Black was in it. 
Remember, he played his Jack like sidekick, Black. and he eventually like killed him. No, no, who was like the good guy in the Jackal? It was uh, I think it was like Rich, uh, Richard Gear. Yeah, Greer. yeah, it was like yeah, yeah, something okay, like that. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, man, like, let's let's not play this man. He's got some classics under his nah, belt. He's got bangers, and he's I hope uh, you know Sin City too. We got those Sin City in there. I think he did a phenomenal job. Sin City, sixteen blocks too. Yeah. Um, I wish him well. Wish his family well. Um, yeah. Shout out to Bruce Willis for sure. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, we are done for tonight. Um, we appreciate you guys rocking with us as long as you've rocked with us. If you have rocked with us this long, um, drop drop a like, drop a subscribe, drop a share, drop a comment, whatever the fuck it is. Do something that signifies something, and we'll appreciate <laughs> it. Uh, with that being said, we'll be back next week, same time, same place. Uh, until then. Wait out.